This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Well, I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. What is up? Hello. Hi, Thursday. If your blood is not pumping today, you're watching the wrong damn show. Welcome to the Bostonian versus the book. He is Dave Sherapan. I am Matt Peralt. Tiger. Opening day. NBA. What the hell else are we going to talk about, Dave? How are you? I'm good. Um, nothing. I don't know what else we're going to talk about. I, I don't want to talk about anything else. So, I mean, I, I really don't know. We, we, you know, um, it's incredible. I mean, it's all happening. Like, he's playing. He's hitting balls. He's making putts. It's, it's too good. It's too good. I can't believe it. He looks awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah. awesome. Can't undersell this story that this dude <laughs> on February 21st, 2021 sent a vehicle off the road at 65 miles per hour. And they had him on the operating table and the doc's like, do we take the leg? And the dude is out here. One under T three striping shots. What color is that shirt too? It is Azalea. He's wearing an Azalea colored shirt today. It's not the red for Sunday, but it is a rue, a color, a is hue. It, is it available now? Because I'm going to buy it right now. <laughs> Look right now. I mean, it's $185 so on Nike.com. It's $185 shirt. Go ahead. $185? Yeah, I'm just, I'm ballparking. I might be, I might be on the under. It might be too low. Maybe 210. They can probably that charge that. Get it. Yeah. I mean, he looks so good. This is, this is fantastic. You can't make it up. I mean, this, you can't write a better script as, as to how you want him to do or how you want it to start unless you don't need him to to make the cut or you hope he shoots I'm dead 78 like oh yeah you're dead I'm dead dead. (laughs) I'm dead I I said I said yesterday I'm perfect if he plays like this I'm perfectly comfortable with the donation into the book go ahead and take the money because I can't believe he looks this good the hands man the hands don't go that's the one thing about this sport is that you because the way that golf the swing is if he just drives the ball consistently and he had one shot that went a little awry on six, but he came back and played well, hit a great pitch shot to go ahead and save par. He's got the feel. And I was wondering like, okay, putting wise, he doesn't look sharp. That's the one part of the game. That's kind of like, eh, but he's playing conservatively and he's playing really smart. He's not out there pulling driver. Every time he's not trying to rip it. Just trying to get the ball in the fairway, make pars, get some rhythm and Seven get holes. The, yeah, he's minus one. Fairways hit four out of five. Greens yep. hit four out of seven. Yeah, he's averaging one point four putts a hole. I mean, they just flashed that graphic up on ESPN. Thank you for that. 
I don't know, man. I mean, you you right before the show started, before we got to here we go, which gets me fired up every single day. If I, I love the opening to the show, but <laughs> before that, you said he's going to win this thing. I'm like, hold on, hold on. He's not going to win this thing. He's currently right now at Fanduel to be the first round leader, which is by the way happening live. They're changing the prices as we go. Tiger Woods is now 16 to 1 to be the first round leader right now. Here is the thing that I am so pissed off about, Dave, that I was watching. Okay, for starters, Tiger's live round is 72 or worse, 71 or better. 71 or better is minus 164. <laughs> okay, <laughs> FYI. So FanDuel's got it pretty well juiced for him to shoot under par on the round. Damn. But you can bet which player of this group will win the next effing hole live. Yes. yes, you can. Do you know how jealous I am of how fun that is? Forget the handle. Forget anything to do with like technology or the game and control. Board. Just from an educational, fun, gambling, entertainment, what the hell this is supposed to be standpoint. Damn, are we behind the times? Like, we are just eons behind this. I can't get over it. If you're in a FanDuel legal market right now, go bet that. I mean, just for fun. Right. Who wins the ninth hole? Who wins the 10th hole? Who wins the 11th hole? You got Louis. You got Jacqueline. Uh, um, Jacqueline? Jacqueline? How do you say his name? Neiman? Young kid? It's fun. You can you can bet the tie as well. It's a three bet market. Yeah. Tiger to win the ninth hole is minus two. Oh, sorry, plus two sixty. The tie is minus one forty. Joaquin. Joaquin. Joaquin th- yes. Th- yes. Th- yes. Thank you for All saying right. it properly. I can't say his right. last name. Joaquin Phoenix. I was thinking Joaquin Phoenix. I was thinking Joaquin Neiman. It's Joaquin <laughs> Neiman. Thank you. Joaquin <laughs> Neiman's plus two sixty. I mean, come on, man. That's so fun. We did go this. Ahead. We did this um, with CG when we started, like, you know, we, th- we threw everything at the wall back in the day. Mm-hmm. And they, they threw this golf at, you know, for the majors. We did this. And nobody was ready for it. Nobody bet it. We had no, we had nobody even really, really interested in it. It was bizarre. It was like, wait, this is pretty cool. But then you get the latency thing and you get the people like, geez, look at these odds. And, and you got to do it ideally before the whole tees off, like as they go. So you at least have a fair shot. Now you, I mean, it's like playing wolf, you know, have you ever played mm-hmm. wolf on a golf mm-hmm. course? I mean, you, you're, you're betting before the, before the hole starts and then you get to kind of pick where you go. It's definitely fun. Um, and I think it's not as involved as normal in-game betting. Like you don't have to be so like dialed in and ready to go. Like where you do on a basketball game. If you're betting an in-game basketball game, like you got to be ready to hit the things because the, the lines disappear so quick. So you're right. I mean, it's going to happen here eventually. I mean, hopefully we'll still be in the business when it does. So annoying. It really is. It's so fundamentally wrong that these markets exist in other legalized places. And we're supposed to be the gambling capital of America. And we're like, yeah, we don't do any of this stuff. Like, what are you talking about? We don't do any of this stuff. Like, Never had not- to now. I mean, it's going to get to the point where I think, I don't know if the market is going to just demand it or somebody's going to go out of their way to step out and do it. 
one of the but two don't, things. But didn't happen. you tell me that they can't just do that? The gaming control's got to authorize it. Oh, without a doubt. Oh, it's it's so it's that not isn't, easy. That, isn't that the bigger problem that gaming's not going to allow this these markets to exist? Well, they, it's not that they don't allow the markets to exist. They have to allow the technology that does the markets to allow. Right. What do I mean? Like you back. can't automate anything in this in, in this town, right? Oh no, you can. You just got to go through the process to get there, and that is the hard part. You got to make sure that the right people get to the talk to to the right time, and then you get on the docket, and then you have the meeting, and then you have the other meeting to have the meeting that you had the meeting, and then they say maybe, and then leave you wait for another couple months. And then, you know, they give you the green light and you basically start over. The whole process is it literally could be done in five days. Ugh. And it's it would take it's it's five years and it, it's still not done. Why is it five years? Like why? Oh uh, I can ask you this because we're both not in this industry. <laughs> so I can ask you the question, why? Yeah, I mean, the right people got to get Because that's, that's what everyone's going to say at home watching this. They're going to go, well, Dave, why? So that's my job to yeah. ask you, why? Yeah, people got to get envelopes, one, to make sure that those meetings get taken care of. Two, the books aren't ready for it. You can't You can't run this stuff if you don't hire more people. Now, the books that are ready for it, that are running it, they can do it, and there won't be one job created in Nevada. Not one. Do you think – let me run through a quick list here, and you tell me whether or not you think these books will exist here in Nevada in three years. FanDuel. Maybe. DraftKings. I make them the favorite. Points bet. No chance. No chance. No chance. Um, I don't know if points bet exists in three years, period. Okay. Uh, who else? I know. I mean, we know Betfred's trying because Betfred has the Virgin book, but just they haven't been licensed yet for whatever reason. So they're trying. To, Betfred's trying. How they, long has that procedure been? That procedure, but that was has been going on since June You're still of twenty twenty. Radio show, June of twenty twenty. Yeah, it's almost two years. June of twenty twenty is when uh, I had my on? first meeting. I had my first meeting with Betfred, June of twenty twenty. Yeah, when they had when they made their when they announced that Virgin was going to be flipping and that Betfred was going to be the book, right? And that property still does not have a book, and Betfred is the operator. Money Baby is the sports bar that they opened there. That is sort of like their party spot. I mean, when they get a book, they've got a kick-ass party spot for people to come to Vegas and have a really fun time at a book. Like Money Baby is sort of the prototype of what I think most sports books are going to look like in the very in a very near future. You've got a sports bar menu of all really cool food. You've got sort of a party vibe with very attractive women who are the or the servers, and you can use your application to go ahead and bet right there in place. Like they, they encourage you to use your app. Like use the app, download the app, get an account, go ahead and bet mobily. But you can't do this it. Is this is the way sports books are everywhere else but Vegas, by the way. Right. Yeah. Right. This is this is where they're building them. This is yeah. the way when I went to West Virginia to be the director, it was basically a country bar with a book with yeah. three windows. I mean, yeah. I was like, wait a second, what are we doing here? And they're like, Yeah, we just want you over here to take the bets, but I mean, just get everybody on the mobile. Like, yeah. oh, okay. Well, what about the boards? And they're like, the boards, just put these couple displays up. Nobody's looking at the boards. 
oh, like everything was different. Everything is different outside of here. So are they, who's right? It's a, it's a different experience it, and it's a different type of thing. Like if we go, I got to take you down to Chickie and Peach. Chickie and Peach mm -hmm. is fantastic. Chickie and Peach is a fantastic bar, restaurant environment, TVs everywhere. Crabs and, the and wings, baby. The book is in the corner. The book is literally in the corner. Like it's an afterthought, but you can go up there. There's a couple kiosks. Okay. You can load up and, and play. There's a couple writers there to answer questions or take over-the-counter bets. But I like that setup. It, there's no smoke. There's no CD. There's no nothing. And there's no horse betting. So, I mean, that's the big difference. A lot of the Vegas books, I mean, they have horse betting, which is a different type of crowd. Yes. One of the things I learned at Bet Bash, one of the many things that I learned at Bet Bash when I talked to people, was that to get a license here, as of right now, the way it's open, you have to have a physical location. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those I, books that I you that. mentioned. You, you knew that. that. I know, but they have to have a physical location. So you can't, Fandle has to buy a casino or... DraftKings has to buy a casino that, or or something sort of why, lease out. Yeah, why can't they like do the William CG Hill model? Did. Yeah, or, or CG. Yeah. Why, why can't you do that? They can, but now they're very protective of the ones that are already here. Oh. I think. So, they so like, couldn't you walk in by – I mean, I know Resorts World has New York, and I understand that they want that book and that brand, but, like, couldn't essentially like FanDuel or DraftKings just walk in and say to Resorts World, hey, we're taking your book and we're going to give you X to get Draft your book? Kings, DraftKings was the original yeah. person. And to, FanDuel was second, right? Right behind it. And both deals fell through, but they could correct. still, re, you know, I mean, they had, they fell through for a reason. Most likely Resorts World wanted more money than what those companies were willing to give. And maybe someday they come around and go, okay, we need to make this happen. But it, it's just remarkable in days like this when I watch everyone glued to their TV sets or their phones like I am when we're all watching Tiger stream, which by the way, does that bother you? The ESPN plus has this and not a TV set. Um, eh, not really. I mean, I got, I got so many things going on. I got it on the TV. I'm not watching it on there and I'm yeah, watching I'm it worried. on the computer all, and all this other stuff. Most of our, most of our devices have internet connection. And if you have the, Oh, Tiger just chunked a chip. Oof, okay. He's 12 to 1, by the way, now. Down to 12 to 1 to be the first. He's oh, mad. He just went to 22 to 1 yeah, after that shot. shot. He's mad. 2 to 1 to be the first round leader. Yeah, he's really, he just chunked. He's, he had a chance to put it within really close to make a birdie on a par 5, and he left it 5 yards short of the green. It's probably oh. a 50-yard chip, so he's he's furious with himself. So that's the first time we've seen a little, little bobble there at a tiger, but he can still make par easily. So, but you got to do well in these par fives if you want to go ahead and get the first round lead. But I, I don't know. It, it's, it's days like today that I, I look around and I'm like, man, you guys have it so good just from an entertainment standpoint. I'm not talking about it from a pro standpoint and, and look, pros can't get down. You're not going to get down five grand on tiger woods live at FanDuel. Okay. It's just, it's not what they're going to take, but just from your average person who wants to fire 50 bucks on a bet. It's, it's fun to go ahead and do this hole by hole stuff. I would be sitting there betting every single hole. I probably would be fading tiger. Most of these holes, but <laughs> I would, I would just love to go ahead and bet it. I mean, it would be so fun to sit there and go, who wins this? Who wins that? It's what happened. I mean, I told the story a long time ago to you about when I first came to Vegas, when CG was doing your pitch strike or sorry, it was hit out home run in major league baseball 
when you guys had those little tiny like Buffalo Wild Wings remote yep. control things. Mm-hmm. I just sat there and lost tons of money going going like single, no, double, no, home run, no. <laughs> like it was just, you know, you lose. I lost money fast. It was like, you know, 15 bucks a bet and all of a sudden you're down. That's 200. the danger of it, though. Yeah, it was like down, two, gotta, two, like down 200 bucks. Like, yeah. boom, Very down. Quickly. Very quickly, but that was it. Was just fun. It was just an interesting look at like, can't do this anywhere else in the country, right? Go ahead and do this and bet in baseball. And you know, you're trying to hit that one. I was trying to go like two for ten, like just give me twenty percent. And then because it was like plus three hundred every bet, right? <laughs> you know, home run right. plus three plus five hundred, single plus two fifty. Like you had plus money on every yeah. single wager. So because it was so hard to make that prediction as to what was going to happen. And then you got me betting the, the making out pretty much every at bat i'm like i'm the one laying the 180 nope he's gonna make an out he's gonna make an out he's gonna make an out like i'm just trying to win bets yep um and and when it's too egregious then maybe take a shot on something but yeah it's fun i mean it it's fun if you want it to be like if for it's i say this yesterday with that tweet with the content stuff it's not for everybody. Like mm-hmm. the in-game stuff is not for everybody. Some people just want to watch the golf and they don't want to bet on it. But it's nice to have the options, and we don't have the options here. Tiger's going to have a tester for par. Or that's for, mm. yeah, that's for par. Uh-oh. Well, what's the live odd now? Mm. To be first-round leader. He's, if he goes to, if he bogeys it, he's got to be, if he goes back to even par, you got to assume he's got to be plus 40 33 to one yeah 40 to one yeah because he and if he misses his pot he's gonna go to 50 he'll hmm. go back to he'll go back to being a pretty long shot a pretty big long shot uh, he, the, the conditions are right someone's going low today okay someone's gonna shoot a 66 today so for tiger to be the first round leader he's gonna need to really grind and he's about to enter the really tough stretch of holes right where you know basically Hole seven to twelve. He's kind of in it now, I guess. But hole seven to twelve are really hard to score. And then you mm. get through that, and then you get a little more. You know, you get to Amen Corner. You get those to par three. You get the course. You get those holes that make it a little more accessible to, to birdie. But right now, I mean, he's not struggling. I mean, he's one off the lead, but he may bogey here and fall back to even par. I can't wait to see what the round first round leader is going to be. And I do think the. Players in the afternoon, I think, are going to have a lower score. I think, I think that's one of the benefits. Just keep teeing off in the afternoon. It's going to be warmer. Course is going to be firmer. You're going to get more of a rollout on your drives. So we'll watch and see what happens here with with Tiger. But he, he's can you he's imagine? Lurking. I mean, the line just went from twelve to one to twenty two to one to thirty three to one in two shots. Yeah, like because it's only. I mean, it's eighteen holes, right? Yeah. So. The volatility—it's I mean, it's, the volatility is fantastic. I'm <laughs> I'm so impressed with the product, like how the numbers move so quickly and become available to bet. Like mm. this is this is what I loved. I absolutely loved putting up the number and just open, just fire, and then right. see who bets it, and then move it, and fire, and move, and fire. It's great because we're watching the same thing. Ideally, we'd be watching it at the same time. Well, golf you know? is so perfect for this because of the length of time between shots. Correct. So you've got the lag to get everybody into the market, into the bet that you need. Like baseball has it a little yeah. bit, but golf really, that's why golf is the perfect live betting sport because you've got a good two or three minutes between shots. 
Baseball's pretty good too, but you're but right. Baseball's a little bit, I mean, it is, but baseball still is, there's like a minute between like baseball. We'll talk about the pitch clock later in the program, but like, you know, baseball's got this pitch clock and in minor league baseball, they're finding games are going about 25 minutes faster with this pitch clock. Mm. So, you know, they're going to speed things up and make it more difficult for the length of time between pitches in order to get something in there. But golf is really going to be, I think the ideal live betting sport. Tiger for par misses it. So was he now? Um, it's got a spike. Quick refresh. Can't birdie. Oh boy. 41 to one. Yeah, that was right. Okay. So that's a, that is not what you want. Birdie six. I'm sorry. Bogey six for Tiger on the par five eighth, going back to even par. His first bogey of the day for Tiger, but uh, mostly it was all caused by that chunk on the chip. When he was trying to make it close for birdie, winds up making bogey. I think all of us can relate to that. <laughs> Playing the game of golf, mm-hmm. one miss hit, and then everything goes awry, and then you miss a you miss a short save, and then you go right to the bogey. So. This thing on Fandle, it even moves the guy around to get him back in line with the order of the of the odds. Wow! So like, so the guy at the top is Cameron Smith right now. He's plus eight fifty. Let's go. And then the next guy's Neiman. Joaquin Neem is 14 to one. Justin Rose, 18 to one. And you can see it by order. So Tiger just was on the top of his board. Then he went to the middle. Now he's going down. Now I got to scroll all the way down to 41 to one. It actually moves them around. Mm. It's, it's, I mean, like Cam, it's fantastic. Is Cam on the course yet? I don't think so. (laughs) I think he's off yet. He's plus 850 to lead round one. I don't think he's teed off yet. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I, I, I've been watching. I mean, I don't know. I've been watching the, the scoreboard, but I don't, I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't see Cam Smith. Uh, and I just saw Tiger's par putt. He should have made that. It was a hard left to right downhill par putt. It was 15. I, I mean, look, guys outside of 15 feet, they only hit it about 30% of the time. Best putters in the world. Was so. that really outside of 15 feet? A little yeah. closer than that. Okay. Yeah. It's five. I mean, 15 feet, it's five yards, or, you know, or, or yeah. So that's, that's, you know, not that far. But it's far enough that it makes it difficult left to right. And if you're on the wrong side, above the hole at if you're above the hole at Augusta National, you're gonna have problems. Tough. Those are just you can't you can't be above the hole. You gotta be below the hole. Oh, Cam Smith is on. Uh he's on he's always right behind Tiger. Okay, he's playing the eighth at one under par. So who's that guy? Somebody kick somebody opened up birdie birdie. Uh Tatum or Takumi? Yeah. Yeah. Who I don't know who that is. Can I? He just opened up he opened up birdie birdie. So (laughs) look out for that. What's that guy's odds? Takumi is 18 to 1 now. May not be a I mean, that's it's not bad. Open up birdie birdie in the first two holes. You can't birdie them all unless you birdie the first two. (laughs) Who Rob say yesterday? To lead the first round? He didn't say. He just gave us a bunch of different options. But he but though I, I did bet his Cam Smith. Lowest Australian. Okay, I did. I did trail him on that. That's I like that. I like that bet a lot. Yeah. Um, for him, him to jump in on that. So it's a lot. I mean, it's 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 really fun. I want to okay. thank you guys, by the way, for putting that clip out of me staring at the screen. That was pretty funny. Was <laughs> Talk to Farah. I don't know. I'm not the one who does that. Farah does <laughs> that. Care. That was funny. <laughs> I saw it yesterday and I started laughing because I was like, "Wait, the frozen he actually Dave. said that." Yeah, that was good. I liked it. <laughs> no expression, Dave. 
Yeah. He said, I thought Dave was and I were having a staring contest. <laughs> that was a good line by Rob. I agree. That, that was, was funny. Good. That was good. I thought all right. Was great- opening day. Show everybody what the hell you have on. Show show all this. Expos, baby. Okay. Well, one. Jersey. Okay. One. You have an Expo jersey on. Two. You're wearing a cold Under cold Armour. Gear. Cold gear. Under Armour. Uh, yeah. turtleneck, yeah. mock turtle. And then, and then I got my wristband on to call the pitches. You got to have the pitches. This is how you call the pitches now. I, I wish I had one of those devices. I got to figure out how to get one of those for the kids. All right, hold on. You could call the pitches. That would be fantastic. Hold hold your horses. We'll talk about that here in a second. But okay. do you have any opening day traditions? Anything oh. to, Anything you do today other than looking like a guy who's going to go play baseball today? I used to go every single year to opening day. Out wow. of school when they were home. Like it was, I don't know. It started when I was young and I went with my dad. And then as I got older, it was, I went with my brothers. And then when I moved, you know, when I moved to Curacao, obviously I didn't go to no baseball games. And then when mm-hmm. I moved back and went to Arizona, went to opening day there. Mm. Now being in Vegas, it was always working. I mean, there was no, you can't go to opening day. I tried to s- sneak down to Arizona to go to spring training, but. Now I wear my pirate stuff and I was, I was on MLP and I wear my pirate stuff today because it's, it's, it's the only day you can wear it. Like as we're, we're eliminated by, by, um, you know, Memorial day usually. So I, I always try to wear pirate stuff today. And that's, that's the only thing I do that I got left. I mean, it's after that, it's just, Another day. It's more baseball. No bunting. We, we should put bunting up somewhere in the house. We don't. But that's it. You? No, do you have no, any? No pepper. By the way, Tiger is the wheels might be coming off. Oh no! So what did he do? Drive left on nine, and I mean left. Snap hook on snap nine. hook. Not. Oh, not God. where you want. Not where, not he went where to sixty-five be. to one to be the first-round leader. Yeah, not not where you want to be. <laughs> not not where you want to be. Where that drive went for Tiger, it's deep, deep, deep into the woods for Tiger. It's the fifth easiest hole on the course right now, the ninth, and Tiger is staring at a bogey. I mean, I think it might be lucky to he's gonna have to scramble, scramble here to get to get par or bogey. Anyway, excuse me. So for opening day traditions for me. I actually don't have opening day traditions because Marathon Monday is in two weeks normally. Mm. So that's Patriots Day. So Patriots Day, because opening day is always like a big deal, but I always felt felt like because Patriots Day is the holiday that only Massachusetts has off. No one else in the country has that day off. You have the marathon, you have the game. That always was like a very fun Let's have a you know the first barbecue. Let's get everyone around to watch the race, to watch the game, and it just felt very New England, I guess is the way to say it. It mm-hmm. felt very much like a thing that was only from where we were to to really enjoy it. So for opening day, it was always just you know you, you watch the Red Sox game and you kind of everybody overreacts. I guess the, <laughs> the, the the biggest tradition is when they lose opening day, like they got swept by the Orioles last year. Oh, and, my and everybody said the year's over, done. Fire everybody. Um, the offseason sucked. They they were pathetic. Bringing back Alex Cora was a stupid decision. Yes. No clue who made that call. That was dumb. They're going to lose you know, 100 games. All the, and um, everyone's going to, you know, we're going to do something else come August. And then uh, the Red Sox were good. And everyone forgot about that. The fact that the Red Sox had lost three games in a row to the Orioles 
on opening day and for, for yes. the opening stretch. So yes. it, the tradition in New England is overreact to anything that happens over the next three days, including tomorrow against the Yankees. Over the next three days or every day? It is every day, but it really is the first series. Like people in New England are coming off of football brain. And so yeah. when you have football brain going into baseball and your team loses a couple of games, you think the year's over. Like, what, like, what do you mean? We're only playing 17 games. We're 0-3. No, right. dummy, you're playing 162. Oh, right. So you mean it doesn't? No, it doesn't matter at all. <laughs> it doesn't it has no impact. It's like <laughs> you're starting against the Yankees. You want to play well, but in all honesty, like you've got five months to make it up. Like you're yeah. fine. Like relax. So that's the best tradition. Here's a new tradition. Peacock last night announced that they are going to have a Sunday morning baseball game. Nice. Every week, starting nice. this coming week. Wow. How do you feel about eight? How do you feel about eight thirty in the morning Pacific time baseball? I love it. Are you kidding me? It's great. It's a Sunday morning. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna mess up some sports book schedules. And opening <laughs> writers got to make sure they get that thing open because there's gonna be people there to bet it and to start off their day with a parlay with that game. Mm. So you better be open by if you were opening it at eight thirty on Sundays. You're not doing that now. You're open at seven thirty. Um, I love it. That's great. I like started. it. I mean, I'm always for more games. Will you subscribe to Peacock to get it? Already do. Oh, already. I do, I do not. Yeah. I'm starting to get to that point where I have too many subscriptions. It's I absurd. Like, I have I mean, so many. You, you so like, I got a track of all the stuff like, but at this point now, if I want it, I kind of just do it. And then I just tell Jessica that I did it. And then I usually get yelled at. And then, <laughs> You we have this off. I mean, you yeah. can write it off, though. So, I mean, yeah. it's, it's a write-off. It's not the end of the I world, don't know how to it, do all that. You know, that's what you're going to have to teach me. 2022, I'm going to have to learn about all this stuff. Oh, yeah. Right off. Now. Home office. Home. You're right off at all. You're right off all that. All your all your subscriptions, all your pay-per-view buys, all that. Okay. All work-related. That's all, fantastic news yep. right there. All work-related. But it is interesting because I think the fight for streaming rights has now officially begun because baseball was always, it was ESPN MLB, right? I mean, those were the two places you had Fox national, then yep. TBS got involved. Yep. So all of a sudden now we've got Sunday night baseball, Saturday baseball, Sunday yep. morning baseball. Like it's yep. smart because all these platforms need content. So baseball can you know be the only game in town. It's the, Right. MLB Peacock morning baseball game, but it all kind of goes to the NFL and Amazon taking Thursday night coming up this year. Again, grandma and grandpa, you better tell them ahead of time, like tell them now that you're not going to be able to watch unless you've got Amazon prime and the Amazon app on your TV. You're not watching the NFL game on Thursday night other than streaming it on your TV. Yeah, they ain't going to do that. That's, that's going to piss off so many people to start the year when that begins. I've been saying this for what feels like a decade. The last thing that people watch live is sports. That's it. They don't watch. Oh, nobody yeah. watches nothing live at all anymore. I, mean, I don't know when anything is on. Exactly. I have no clue when it comes out. Like I just, I, I go there and I go, oh, and it's, 
another episode's out. Great. Like I have no clue when it comes out. Yep. I just know like if I'm watching a show, I'm like, hey, has that other has that new episode come out? Like I don't know when it drops. I just go and try to find it. And then it pops up. I'm like, oh good. I can watch it now. Like I have no That's idea it. when these things come out. <laughs> and and sports is the last thing that is you watch it when it's on and yep. you watch it live. Nobody very few people, crazy people like us, watch games on on, you know, recorded. Nobody does it. I mean, oh no. And I, I only it. do it for for like research. I can't if I know the outcome of a game, I right. can't watch it. Can't watch it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I think the leagues know that now. The networks know that now. The streaming services know that now. Should have known this a decade ago. And they probably did. And that's why they're getting to this point with the leagues. Like, hey, yeah, the streaming. I mean, the streaming is huge. And for people that bet it, oh, your hands are on your head. What do you do? No, Neiman just jarred it from 150 yards. Oh, holy crap. Just made a two on the ninth. He just went to five to one. The favorite. To be the 23-year-old kid just jarred it with a spin back. Threw it up on the ninth green. Threw it up about 20 yards past. Spun it straight back into the jar. Damn. That's a hell of a shot by the kid right there, man. What five a shot. One. Five to one now. Yeah, you make eagle on an, on the ninth. So he now he he leads the tournament now, right? He's three under? Yeah. So he makes the turn at three. Pretty damn good, man. That's that's pretty good. Go in, shoot a 28 on the on the front. Okay. Rockets par himself se- to three under. Is par 71 or 72? It's 72, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Almost so 70. 72, he shoots 28. What if he shoots 69 or 68? I think you're some leader. Yeah. So first round leader is going to be 68 or better. 68 or better, huh? Uh-huh. Okay. That's my that's my prediction. It could be 66. Like somebody could shoot three under, three under either side on, on both sides. But if I give you the number 68, you're going under or over? Under. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I think we'll see somebody that's five, six under. Masters in game bet. I'll say over. Yeah, I'll say five. It's, 60, it's, it's probably 68. So Tiger has a little bit of a he's mad at himself. Okay. Interesting. So he's got an over, he's above the hole, tricky little par putt coming back down the hill for Tiger on nine. So Tiger may go bogey bogey to end the to end the front. So all the roars, all the excitements starting to come into play a little bit here, dying down. I just, man. I mean, I, I'll take my win. I'll take the bet, but I don't want to cash that bet. Like it's a bet that I want to lose. What? That he to, won't make the cut? Yeah. Because I think, to, we talked about, I think tomorrow the is the pool. Relax. What do you do? He's going to make a bogey or two. What do you think? What are you so worried about? The back nine will light up those par fives. That's the problem. He hasn't. He already bogeyed one of them. He bogeyed one of the easiest holes on the course. Yeah, the, the ninth. He's, he's going to bogey the ninth, which is the fifth easiest hole in the course. And he can't bogey these holes. The hardest like, holes. The hardest. The harder one. The hard ones are coming. Like you still have Amen Corner. You still have like ten is really hard. You have eleven. You got twelve. Right. You got some really hard. You got some really hard holes coming up here. That if he's not driving the ball well and he's spraying playing, you're going to start to see bogeys mount here. And it's not one. It's two. It's three. It's four. It's five. And then he shoots seventy six. Right. 
And all of a sudden, everyone's going, who bet the over is feeling good. <laughs> he closed at 73 and a half, right? The live lines. What's his, what's the live line for Tiger now? It was 72 a second ago. Uh, Tiger is 73 or worse is minus 235. Mm. Holy crap. Look that at that. Changed. That changed. Well, think about how much money the book probably just took in and everyone's saying Tiger's going low, Tiger's going low. Bet it, bet it, bet it. 72 or better. And now... <laughs> None of this is based on money. That's the that's the best part. It's, it's probability. It's running. It's just based on... Yeah, it's just somebody putting up a price. Because so many people, you know, they got different people using the same number. Mm-hmm. So just making the number. And it's taking all the bets in. It doesn't matter what side. It doesn't side. matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter which if it all if it's a one way action, it doesn't matter. Mm-mm. It's a big I mean, pot here for Tiger. It's somebody big... may make a call and say, "Hey, move that higher because we're, we're we're heavy here." But was he putting yeah. for par? Yeah, he's grinding. It's it's a pretty. I would say it's ten feet. It's not easy downhill. Moves. It moves by the shot. When Neiman's shot, it moves right to left. So if he misses this, he probably misses it on the high side. But he he knows how big of a putt this is. He is grinding this putt. He's looked at it like five times on both sides. He's I just around. saw the shot leading up to it. Um, I'll say he misses the putt. It's got some length to it. Like he's mad at himself. Yeah, it just looks it, treacherous. Yeah, it's downhill. It's, it's quick downhill. That's, it's, it's, it moves. He's got to be careful. If you hit this thing hard, you can put this thing straight off the surface. It can go 30 feet past the hole. Oh, he ain't going to do that. He's just going to miss it. But he's going to miss it. I, I think he misses it on the near side, and he made it. Hell of a he putt. Wow, look, look how fast that thing went into the hole. If that doesn't go in, I'm telling you that ball is 30 feet past the hole. Ballsy putt by Tiger. Even par. At the turn for Tiger. One birdie, one bogey. It's as good as you could hope if you're a Tiger Woods fan to go even par on the front. The wind's starting to pick up, it looks like. It is. Yes, it oh, is. The wind's God. starting to kick up a little bit. So not not bad. But Neiman at three under is your current. He's gone. He bogeyed the first hole, too. He should be four under par. How about that? He birdied the he bogeyed the first. And then from there, four birdies. So Joaquin Neiman. At three under par, Cam Smith now is two under par. He's playing well. That's good. I think Cam Smith might win the damn thing. Yeah. I think he's, he may, I, I may have to sprinkle on him after the first round if he plays well. I, I like that kid a lot. He really, he really is talented. All right. So let's talk about the pitch com. Okay. This is the new way to avoid the Astros stealing signs and banging on trash cans. Yep. Do you think this screws up pitchers? Like, this is pretty significant. This is a, I mean, of all the things baseball has messed with, to me, this is a pretty big one. Yeah. About how the communication between pet, pitcher and catcher is going to go down. Um, I think it's great if it, so I got a lot of questions. How do you shake off a guy? All right. I, I got my wristband on. Like Same way. You just go now. Right. So I'm going to buzz it three times. All right. Slider. No, I don't want to throw that. Change up. No, I don't want to throw that. Fastball. Uh, like, how do you do it? I mean, and they're going to have these sensors, right? I mean, they don't have an earpiece. Mm-mm. They're not talking to them. They're pushing sensors. Like, 
it's funny. Captain Jack actually put a tweet out that said, oh, I wonder where they got that idea. You know, electronic sensors. Somebody counting <laughs> cards over here, pushing a button, the professional guy sitting in the, you know, with the hat on saying hit, hit, no, stay. I was like, oh, they're using those buzzer things. Yeah. I've seen those in action. Like they've had two-way communication devices back in the day when that wasn't allowed in the book. I saw how those things work when they need to put an order in to bet. I was like, oh, okay. But this isn't an earpiece. So how do you shake it off? Does it increase the speed of play or does it slow it down? It's supposed to speed it up. But of course, I it that's I mean, that's how they're selling it. We'll yeah. see how it's used in practice. I'm dying to go and sit in a dugout or sit in a bullpen and watch a catcher do it. I'm dying to see how it works. I'm I, I'm fascinated with the whole because thing. Because I saw a couple of spring training games where it didn't work and it really pissed off the pitcher and the catcher. Exactly. Like they ripped they ripped it off. They're just like, get out of here, and then went back to just doing normal signs. And I just wonder, you're adding a new dynamic to a stressful situation where it has to work flawlessly. Right. Like you've got a three-two count, bases loaded, bottom nine, closer coming in. Mm. Like it can't not work. Like you have to be on the same page. Or, hey, I thought he was throwing a slider. It's fastball up and in, throws things to the backstop, lead runner scores, game over because I was totally crossed up as to what I thought was coming from a pitch perspective. If that happens, that's going to, they're, they're going to just, whoever that happens to will be done using it. That I agree. It. I agree. Gonna, that's what I, that's my point. I mean, it's got, it only the, the high wire act that this is, is to me significant. Like it has to work perfectly for every pitcher, or they're going to say, forget this guys. My livelihood is based upon my ability to get that guy out. And if I can't communicate properly with my catcher, it's worked well for 150 years. Let's not screw around with this and try to make it something that it doesn't need to be. This is exactly the argument for using a phone app in a book. If you go to use it and it don't work, mm -hmm. they're done. They're done with it. Like you have to have it work in at the least book. at the beginning. But outside of the book, it makes perfect sense. Even if it doesn't work, it's still, you're not actually in the book. No, I know, but like for guys that have been betting at the counter for a hundred right. years, just like yeah. guys have been giving signals for a hundred years, you tell them use this, you can do all the same stuff, and they go to use it, and they get that spinning wheel, or they can't log in, or it doesn't geolocate them. They go the hell with this. I'm going back to the counter, making a bet. Pitchers and catchers are going to do the same thing, because at that level, when you, <laughs> when you're looking change and you get fastball, that's one thing. <laughs> When you're looking fastball and you get drop ball or curve ball or something, it's I catch the girls for for years. And when they got to this high school level where they're throwing pretty hard, if I don't know what pitch was coming, I could get hurt. Mm. Like <laughs> I could get physically hurt yeah. catching it at that cost. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like, you gotta know. There can't be any cross-ups. And if it does, I don't know. I mean, I told the girls last night, and Kelsey said to me this morning, why the hell are they doing that? That screws up the game. She's 16 and said it. We'll see. I don't know, because I always judge a lot of the stuff by the kids, because, you know, the kids sure. don't lie. They tell you the truth. And I was like, well, wait, Kelsey, it might be better. And she said, I don't know, because if I look down and I got to push buttons, 
Then I got to catch the ball. Then I got to make, you know, I got a runner at first and I'm worried about pushing the buttons. I got my point my finger down as a book. Don't you have to at least monitor this as to like, if a pitcher really can't handle it or has a tough time with it, or I don't know. I, I just think it could increase scoring is what I'm saying. It, it could, it could have an opportunity where oh. pitchers are getting hit early in the season as they adjust to the pitch comm system. They may get hit early. Yeah. I think, it, I think it could be a number of things. I mean, it puts a lot on the catcher too. It's enough on the catcher to think the game through and think the counts and put the pitches down. Now you got to use this device. Like if it, it has to work flawlessly, it has to. Otherwise, like they're going to do what you said, rip this thing off and just be like, all right, I'm done with this. Yeah. Get it off. Get it off me. <laughs> Throw off. It, make a big scene of it and make it look really embarrassing. So we'll watch it today. All right. We have our first game at 1120 Pacific time starting here in about 45 minutes. Cubs Brewers. How do we feel about this now? Wind blowing out to right center field at Wrigley Field, but the total has come down from 10 to 9 here, but the Brewers are still a pretty good favorite. Hendricks has been horrible. He was horrible last year. He was horrible in spring training. Burns has been tremendous. We riding the Brewers at minus 190. Or Cubs at home on opening day. Let's see. Burns is now 170. DraftKings is 190. Holy crap. What a difference in price. But they're 190 plus 160. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy. The dime line is gone, sir. It's another era. They're changing the prices as we speak. Baseball splits are getting worse for the better. Way worse. Um, can you talk about that real quick since it's on opening day? How you yeah. can arb, how you can arb this. It's a little, I know it's a little nuanced and people who maybe like might get their eyes glazed over by this, but th- this is fascinating to me about what you can do with different prices like this. Oh yeah. You can do all kinds of things. I mean, um, but they're preventing that from happening by, by widening the splits. So now what used to be the take back for minus 190 used to be plus 175 or 170. Okay. Okay. So now if that moves down to what it is now or even below, if you've taken 170 and you lay one less than 170, say you lay 150. Now you're laying 150 to win 100 and the plus price is 170. So if you bet 100 to win 170, you either break even or make $20. You have no risk just based on the numbers. <laughs> so incredible. You have professional betting groups manipulating these lines every day to just earn. So now if you've laid 150 to win 100, you can bet 90 to win 160. Now you either make $10 or you make the difference between the one price for the 90 at 170 is 162 whatever it is. So you make money either way. You don't even watch the game. <laughs> it's un- it's just, unbelievable. You're, I, you're earning going, interest on your I'm money going every to do day. This. One day this April. When, or we, maybe retire. when no, we retire. No, not every day, but one day I'm oh. going to, if I have a day off or if I have nothing going on, if I just have a Saturday where no one's around and it's just me, I'm going to do this just to see if I can do this. 
This is fascinating to me. The work is, I mean, you may bust your ass for seven hours and make, you know, $30, but just the fact you can do this and be profitable and have zero sweat and just find the numbers, lay the books out, load all the accounts, have them all ready to go. Just go bang, 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 bang. Because in Vegas, like we have stations, which is notorious for their lines being all over the place. Mm -hmm. And then we have Circa, which is notorious Mm -hmm. for being very sharp with their Mm -hmm. numbers. So you could just sit there with stations in Circa and watch the two and fire (laughs) on on the differences, on the different prices. Welcome to my previous life. (laughs) You got to grind. It's hard. But yes, you can do that. And there are people doing that. We met some of them at Bet Bash. Yeah. But there one are, day I will do it for one day because I find it to be so fascinating that you can pull this off for one day. And like, how do you, I mean, do people like do it on a computer spreadsheet? Like, how do you keep track? If you bet 10 games this way and you have, you know, 20 bets in oh, there. And, yeah. and by the way, that doesn't talk about the in-game bets you can make after you know you're, you know, good Changed to go. Changed everything. You don't yeah. have to even do it. You can do it times 10 now because you can do (laughs) multiple bets in game where you know the team you bet minus 180 is now trailing so you take the other side or you take them plus 250 then they tie it and you lay 120 and you go back and forth and it's it is a lot of work but at the same time it's not because there's no risk you know at worst you break even so this was going to be part of Better to Book It, but because the game's going to start, by the time we get to Better to Book It, it will be gone. You like the Brewers? I like the Brewers. Um, SoCal put that out there, how good the Brewers were in Burns' starts last year. Mm-hmm. I that's, love in that's April. That's not my bet. Just, yeah, I, I, just, I love betting on good pitchers in April. Um, especially in like cold, windy, whatever conditions, the pitching. Now, this might be different this year because of the shortened spring training. You know, they only had three weeks to get loose and get throwing. And then, you know, they were in Arizona and Florida and they come up and they go to Chicago and it's cold, nasty there. And that wind at Wrigley blows. So maybe they don't get fully loose, but I like the Brewers. I like the under. I like the under too. Yes. Run in the first inning. Minus one thirty in this game. Betting it or booking it. Yep. Well, I would I would book it. You're laying one thirty on the yes here. Winds blowing Boy, out. That, winds blowing out with Kyle Hendricks. Hendricks. Twenty mile per hour wind gusts. Dead right center. Left handed power bat. Bang. You get a ball up into the air. First inning home runs very possible in this game. Very possible. With both pitchers, cold, first inning, ball grip, you don't have it. Oh, this is when you get to the aces like Burns. You get them in the first inning. 130 is the yes? Mm-hmm. Because of the wind at Wrigley. It's blowing out. Man, if I was in the book right now, I could guarantee it wouldn't be 130 because somebody – I had a guy who used to bet the plus. No matter what it was, he would bet the no if it was a plus. He would bet the yes if it was a plus. He – had me bouncing around every day. <laughs> his first name was John. I retold his last name, but man, he used to drive me crazy. Bet everyone. See him log in. I'm like, here we go. First run. Yes, no's. We did a great, we did a great business to that. Great. It's hard to it's hard to hit, but I can't. Oh, I can't get behind. I I, I broke down every game last night and I was like, I can't get behind. There's only one play I felt comfortable playing. And I was like, okay, what can I do to have fun? 
Let's just grab four game, four games and do yes, no's on four games. <laughs> it just <laughs> has some fun. That's what you did for better or book it today. And one in one baseball play. So you, you'll have three yes, no's to better book. I saw and then, the baseball play. Oh, and then one, gosh, and then one baseball great. play that, that okay. we'll get into. So we're booking. I knew you'd book all of them because it's, I would book all of them too, because they're complete. They're six. I don't out know bets. if I'll book all of them, but I mean. It's six right. out bets. It's, yeah. it's hard. All right. So how many times today, tomorrow, in the next couple of weeks, how many times are we going to screw up the guardians? <sighs> guardians Royals today. <laughs> New name debut for the Cleveland Guardians. I mean, this is going to be hard, right? To to call them the Guardians all year. I give myself till till at least like May first, maybe to get it right. I'm on I'm on shows with you and and then night stuff every day. I know I'm going to say it wrong. But, oh yeah, just call them um, Cleveland. Like don't even how call many? them the nickname. I don't know. I'm going to mess it up. Oh, do you I'm like gonna... the name Guardians? I don't like it for me, but I get why they did it. Cleveland people like it because of the two big guardians going into the city on that bridge. So that's, there's a, because when they announced they like it, it, really, they like well, when, it. when they announced it, I was like, this is ridiculous. Like who the hell came up with this idea? But then I got to like, again, like the Vegas silver Knights is what we should have had for a name because we are the silver capital of, of America. So, well, that's what they named the minor league team. Yeah, but there was Golden Knights because the Silver Knights were already taken. So they didn't want to get into the brawl of that. They had to go through the whole legal thing to get that. It took them five years to get the Silver Knights, and they got it. And that's why it's the Henderson Silver Knights for the AHL team. But gold in Nevada as a state, we don't have a lot of gold. We we, we lost that to California. So mm. California is the golden state. We're the silver state. If you I told that story before I'll save you on it, but that's why the, where Lake Tahoe is right side of the Lake Tahoe is silver left side's gold. So we're on the silver side, okay. but guardians to people in, in Cleveland because of the big, huge two guardians going into the city. That's been a special monument in that town for, for many, for many years. So I don't get it, but they got it. They're like, okay, yeah, they understood why. People from Cleveland tweet at us at Boston versus the book and tell us if you like the, sh- the name Cleveland because I don't think they do. But what it is, mean, what it is. Change is weird, right? I mean, whatever you change it, it's going to be odd. Maybe. But Guardians just doesn't seem like a baseball team. Do you like Kraken? Seattle Kraken? It's fun to say the emblem. They did a great job with the colors and stuff. So I like it now because they're <clears throat> they're not good. I don't have to worry about it. Like if they, if the crack and make the playoffs someday, it's going to be a while, but if they do, and we're start talking about the Kraken first round matchup and all this other cracking are good. I'm sure it'll be a little bit different, but yeah, I kind of, I, I kind of liked it. I, I wouldn't like it for my team, but I nope. like it for them. Okay. I don't mind it. I, I, I like it. I think change is hard no matter what changing a name is always awkward. Baltimore Ravens. When that came in, Cleveland Browns went back to the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Um, that's it really for NFL. I teams. like the Ravens. Baltimore Ravens. You like that? As far as the name and the color, like it made a lot of sense. Yeah. I, 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 actually, I do like, it. I mean, I don't like the team, but I, you know, I like the, I like the team name and the colors. Hmm. All right. So let's get to the NBA. What in the hell I happened last night? 
if you <laughs> faded the Suns, oh. how did they down 76-35? Yeah. And they lost by six. And they covered the seven last night. I mean, that's one of the worst beats of the year if you were on the Clippers last night. (laughs) I mean, that's awful. (laughs) It was two and a half when we talked about it during the show yesterday. And then they ruled everybody out. And the number spiked seven. Yeah. And they were getting their asses kicked by the Clippers. Down 60 to 31 at the half, down 87 to 61 after three quarters. That's 26 points. They're down 26 after the third quarter. And they score 48 points in the fourth quarter, lose the game 113 to 109. How in the hell does that happen? Seriously, how does that happen? It caused me not to bet the NBA today. You're not alone. It might cost people to say to hell with this shit until the playoffs. Exactly what it, I didn't bet it. I wasn't even involved, but I saw it last night and I said, fuck you. I'm done. I said, I'm done. I go, That's it. I'm done. That's it. I, I go, I'm not betting NBA until the playoffs. That's it. There's only two games left for most teams. I am. See you later. I want no part of this anymore. It is absolute silly season that this is going on right now. Because I've been getting burned on overs and unders the same way. You know, I'm just getting torched like that. I lost. Celtics go out there and score. By the way, team total Celtics didn't hit. They win the game blowing, going away. They stopped scoring. Bulls just stopped scoring at all Period. in the second quarter. They just stopped. They just, Bulls just didn't score at all in the second quarter. They didn't want to play basketball anymore. They're just like, yeah, screw it. We're done. I'm like, okay, that's ridiculous. And then we're getting, you know, a team in Detroit finally gets their doors blown off. In yep. the fourth, in the fourth quarter, lose the game by twenty plus to the Mavericks. If they're playing yep. hard, all in, they they were close, 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 covering, covering, covering. Fourth quarter, escrow it, we're done. done. Like okay, At that. And then I saw the Clippers and the and the Suns, and I went, "That's my cue. I'm done. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm moving on something else. I got baseball now. I got. Uh, I'll, I'll see you in the postseason, guys. You sound Play. like a lot of the risk guys in risk rooms today. The hell with this. Yep. You do it. You do. I ain't doing it no more. I come in today like, man, I'm baseball. I'm, I got baseball. Yep. I want to do who's doing the NBA. Nobody even wants to look at it, watch it, try to watch the numbers, move the spreads. Go, what the hell? I mean, it is impossible. I mean, and there's a couple of good games today. I mean, Boston's playing Milwaukee, right? It's eight. We'll get that in it's a second. Yep. Eight. Um, Memphis and Denver. I mean, Denver needs a game. Memphis, are they playing? Or are they not? It got us the other night when you you know you 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 took five and a half. The game falls six in overtime, and then you got the Lakers playing out the string. It's thirteen, thirteen. I I I don't know. I it's, I was I was glad when I saw the better book it. And I'm like, oh, that's good. There's no NBA because whatever he's saying, I'm booking no matter nope, what. I'm done. I'm out. You got me out. <laughs> Thank you very much. Playing tournament starts next week. I'll go back to the NBA then. Until then, I am done with the NBA. I'm not involving myself emotionally in this roller coaster because it is impossible to know who's going to do what. Even when games matter, who is going to do what and who cares? You mentioned the Celtics game. Best game in the East tonight is Boston at Milwaukee. Philadelphia at Toronto is a decent game too. It is too. I mean, only because they got to play. It's a one-point spread. Get to that in a second. That's yep. on the list. What do you do with Boston tonight catching eight points? 
after on a back to back. Uh, are they all playing? I I mean, the number <laughs> the number move would indicate they're not. <laughs> I do what we did yesterday. We wait until the game starts and see what we got. Right. All the whole, imagine, business, the, whole, the whole starting five, by the way, was a game time decision for Boston. And they all played. Right. Yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. In Chicago. Nobody played for the Suns yesterday. Right. Mm-hmm. We said, wait on that game. Don't bet that game until you see who's playing. And then nobody played. So your inclination was probably to lay it. It was six and a half, right? If you waited. And then you're up, I mean, an absurd amount of points. They were up 39 points at one point. You take the Suns plus 34 and a half or whatever and hope for the middle. You have a six and a half to 34 and a half middle in that game, and you don't hit it. And now you're asking me, what do I do on an NBA game before the game? Are you crazy? We ain't doing nothing. We can't do nothing. Don't blame you. Okay. So you mentioned the Philadelphia Toronto game. <laughs> All right. Here it is. Lane one and a half. Right. No Thibel. Significant because he's their defensive stopper. And if, if they play Toronto in the playoffs, he's not going to Toronto. He won't be allowed in the country. So he's out tonight. Oh, Mm-hmm. He's now he he has to be left behind. He oh, cannot. This is this was because of the uh, COVID vaccine. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. he's un, he's an unvaccinated player. He will not be allowed in Canada. Cannot go to Canada. Cannot play in the games in Canada against the Raptors if Philly and the Raptors do face off. Gotcha. There's players. There's other players on other Eastern Conference teams that we'll find out about that could be significant. But I mean, what what do you do if? Does it keep you off of Philly if Thibault's not on the court? No. I, I I mean, just looking at it right now, I would bet the Raptors. The Raptors have been really good at home. I mean, Gabe and Cam have been trumping. They're tooting their horn for, for weeks, and they've been really good. The Siakam mm-hmm. props have been outstanding. Like, they're not being adjusted, and he is leading them in points and rebounds every single night, and the numbers have not adjusted. So – I mean, that's the way they're attacking it, and it makes a lot of sense. They're staying with the individual guy props rather than the, the games. You know, so fair narrowing the market and getting not the best of it, but they're getting – I mean, literally there's numbers that just aren't moving. And these guys are playing more minutes now. So they found a couple. Siakam has been amazing as for points and rebounds. So people listen to the show if you want to find an individual prop. I would lean Toronto right now. Mm-hmm. You, do you have a, a strong feeling either way with this one? I like Toronto in any spot that they need over a Philadelphia team that I think is mentally weak. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, late in the game, late in the year. Is this a, this is a possible four or five matchup. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. And I think Thibault not being there is, is important. I mean, it's not, it's yeah. not it wouldn't change my opinion if I liked Philly. It wouldn't change my opinion, but it would. I mean, as I like Toronto, it makes me like Toronto even more. Right. That he's not out there. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, he sees a lot of minutes. It's it's hard to just replace that mm-hmm. in the rotation, let alone usually covers the best guy. Which is best, Siakam. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's trouble for the Sixers. 
So yeah, I, I do like I do like Philly. I mean, I do like Toronto there. Uh, one more. You mentioned the Lakers here. You said <laughs> it's thirteen now. It is. Yeah. I mean, so it basically comes down to: Do you like the Warrior G League team or do you like the Laker G League team? Like, who do you like? Because this is, I don't know how you make this number. Game is irrelevant. Oh, you just look up and go start at twelve, just like we did the other night. Just start at twelve. Please, and see, you know, see where we're gonna get a bet. Um, it's thirteen now. It's probably not gonna move much because, like you said, it's G League versus G League, and you're betting literally uniforms. Um, I mean, that seems like a lot of points, don't it? Yeah, a lot of points. That seems like a lot of points for teams that don't give a shit yep. either way. Yep. But I think, I mean, 13 tells me LeBron ain't playing. This is going to be, <laughs> what, 10 if he plays? I mean, it's Well, again, down. if he plays, what's the, he's going to have to answer the question, why are you playing? What's the I'm answer? Trying, trying to help my team win is what it'll say. But to do what to improve what draft position what's the point you're you're <laughs> you're not in the playoffs you're eliminated you're gone you're done yeah i don't think he plays i don't, I don't think he plays he either i think it would be significantly bad for him if he played i think the media yeah. crush would be large if he played given the fact Does that the total seem low in that game 220 again it's a g league team right g league versus g league team so how do you know how many points are going to be scored I guess, but the it's original number hard. was 224 at some of the places. I, I agree with that number more. Mm. Let them bet under today. Let's talk some hockey. Yes. What happened last night to the oh, Vegas Golden Knights? Man. What Come on. happened? That's a really important game. And he got throttled. 5-1. Total pushed. High. I was pissed off about that. Yep. So total pushes. I had under six. I got a six out of it. Five and a half was the move. So everyone who bet over five and a half, you won. Right. I pushed on six. But what one goal for the Golden Knights, that's what I thought. Canucks play hard, play defense. But five goals given up by Vegas? I don't know, man. This is bad. Like our buddy Adam Hill tweeted out, he's never heard or seen the atmosphere at T-Mobile for a Knights game like it was last night. Dead, Uh-oh. dead. Dead, dead. Like, <sighs> beginning of the game, the usual pomp and circumstance, trailing, done. Just just sucked the life out of the building. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the injuries have, have mounted up. I mean, it's obvious, like, they can't win or the current. But they had form. won five games in a row. That's the scary part to me. Is that yeah. they were hot, and they come in on, on a Wednesday night in a game they need, and the atmosphere is dead, and lay a stinker. Yeah. That's danger. That's danger zone right there because they've got a three game series, a three game trip to Canada coming up after this game against Arizona. They're at Vancouver, at Calgary, at Edmonton. Then they come home for a three game stretch against New Jersey, Washington, San Jose, and they end the year at Dallas, at Chicago, at St. Louis. Ooh. They have they have more road games than home games left. They've got six on the road and four at home. That doesn't loom good. Um that trip to Western Canada, that that's an 0 and three. 
isn't Potentially, it? yep. Unless they, because right now, I mean, they have eighty-two. They have eighty-two wins. They're four wins. Sorry, four points ahead, or, or sorry, six points ahead of the Canucks. Now they're four points back of the Kings. And I mean, if you want to look at wild card standings to make the postseason, they're you know one point behind the Dallas Stars, but Dallas has three games in hand. Don't look good. No. Yeah. Does the town have, care? I don't think we're going to have playoffs here in Vegas this year. Does the town care? Not right now. I don't think the town, the town cares, cares about the draft right now. I, Everywhere I, I, you go, everybody's talking about the NFL draft. I think it's kind of like, oh, yeah, okay, that's too bad. Like, what's next? Like, it's just sort of like a. <laughs> it's interesting. Where, where'd you look when you looked over? Just like that way. Just like, just look like, like it's something else. It's, it's like, uh, you know, what's over there? Like, okay, yeah, let's go. To, it's, it's like, it's totally not. What, like you, the person, the one to one, like it's just not there. The connection, the, the emotional tie, I don't feel. That would worry me. I'd be concerned about that because there are so many big events coming to Vegas mm-hmm. that, like, I know the Knights games, they're fun, they're an event. It's going to be uh, 82 today. <laughs> like, it's not really hockey weather. <laughs> it's the Masters is on, Tiger is on. Right. When you don't win, this is normal. This is what happens. We've been in cities where when a team don't win, you just don't sell out the building. But it's still- uh, Bruins fans fire people. Well, team when the team doesn't this, win, heads roll. That like, is, this, is, this may happen. I don't know. This is, this is the first time, right? Yeah. I don't know. It, if I'm Kelly McCrennan, I don't know how, how well I, how comfortable I feel about my job here in Vegas, to be honest. He's made some very interesting decisions and moves and the fans are still, I mean, he traded Mark Andre Fleury and got nothing back for him. And the Blackhawks traded him and got a second round pick. Right. So there's some, I think there's a lot of the one part of the animosity, anger, upset feelings. I think it comes from, that they're mad about certain moves that have been made by the front office that they did not agree with. And it did not pan out well for them. And Eichel so far has not panned out. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to be bad, but he was supposed to be superstar rocket ship. It's been okay. Yeah. Has it been great? It's been okay with him. So goaltending's a problem. Injuries are a major problem. <laughs> 10 games left. What's the record that they have to go to make the postseason? Oh, I think it's eight and two. That makes it hundred percent. I was thinking the exact I think same thing. It's eight thing. and two. 100%. And they need help. Yep. hundred percent. Somebody got to beat Dallas a few times and somebody got to beat, make sure I mean, they play Dallas. So they'll see them. So, I mean, they'll have yeah, a head to head against them. One game. That's they got one three game. games in hand. They need, they need help, but yeah, eight and two. And they got, they got more road games than, than home, home games. games. It's, it's, it's Which actually this tough. year is actually a good thing for them. They're better on the, on the road than they are at home. Yeah. They haven't been as good at home, obviously as years past Dallas's schedule is they play, uh, they won against New York, the Islanders at home last night, Thursday at home against Toronto, Saturday at home against the devils. When? Then they're at Chicago home for Tampa, Minnesota, San Jose. One okay. win at Vancouver, at Edmonton, at Calgary. The same we'll trip that same trip. Okay, that Vegas is making. 
and they end the year home for Seattle. Oh, goodness. Home for Seattle, home for Vegas, home for Arizona, home for Anaheim. Oh, boy, they got all all trash teams except the, that might the be a four zero. That could be a four zero. Yeah, they could finish the season right. That'd be it. That's it. That's a wrap. Yep, they could slam the door. Oh. Yeah, I would bet. I, I would. I would say Vegas is probably minus two hundred to miss the postseason. Yeah. Oh, they're definitely the favorite. No, is the favorite. There's yeah, no he's, question about it's, that. it's pretty pretty likely they're going to miss the playoffs. I remember the first year they came, and I took everybody to the game. And one of the girl's friends, and it was against the Coyotes, and I was able to get seats really close to the glass for fifty bucks a piece, and we had a great time. And the kids were like, "Can we do this again?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then they started winning, and the ticket prices went up and up and up and up and up, and it became one of those like once a year things. We can't go to a lot of games. I was like, "Oh, maybe we'll get a season ticket plan." I'm like, "Are you nuts? We can't get. We, I'm, how am I gonna? Yeah. We can't get five tickets. Impossible." <sighs> So you started to see it go up and up and up. And I've been in Pittsburgh. I was in Arizona. When a team's rolling, it's great. But I saw it, especially in Arizona. As soon as the team goes bad, the ticket prices go down. And trying to sell out a game on a Wednesday against Vancouver in April is a little bit difficult. And it's like, okay. Now what happens? And I remember thinking, tell me in year five or six when this team don't make the playoffs what the ticket prices are. Right. We're in year five, and they may not make the playoffs. It's interesting. It's it. I can't say keeping Flurry would have changed it, but man, they ripped the heart right out of this team. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> you know, like I don't know. I need to point something out because it just got me almost like a little emotional. So. There's a guy right now who just showed me this picture uh-huh. of his layout in his man cave. Oh, my. Brought you he's got yours almost. Well, he's got three screens going, right? Yes, sir. He's got baseball with the Brewers. There we go. Got Masters with Tiger. Good choice. And us. My man. What's his name? <laughs> At Big Nelly Buckets. Big on. Nelly Buckets, that's Neil. Big Nelly. That's, that's that's Big Nelly Buckets, baby. I wish I had my bucket today. I got something planned for him for the buckets. He's a smart man. He's watching yeah. the games and figuring out how to bet, listening to you guys. That's really, I don't know. That 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 just hit me pretty. That, that that hit me hard there. That was that was pretty cool to see that. Oh man, he's a cool dude. Yeah, we met him at we cool. met him at the uh, cool. at the Cosmo. He came up and talked to us at the Cosmo. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's came over neat. just to see us at the Cosmo because we were yeah, there. That's that's pretty cool. I really that's appreciate awesome, that. Man. That's yeah. that's a that's a unique experience for me. <laughs> I've never done live TV before. I've only done radio. <laughs> so like the show streaming live, it's it's neat to see that happen. Like people actually like you know you, you, you're second screening us. That's that's amazing. Like, that's it's fantastic. That's baby. really I love cool. It. That's really that's that's really cool. I Buckets. Really, I, I, I appreciate that. How do you feel about Columbus tonight at home against Philly? Only minus one thirty against really? the Flyers. Does that seem low? Columbus is a pretty good team at home. It's six and a half, so probably look to the over. But I was surprised at that number that Columbus is only minus one thirty. <laughs> Golden State just went to fourteen and fourteen Damn. and a half. By the way, <laughs> so, <laughs> what's the close AD number? Must be out too. Sixteen, seventeen. What's the close number? It might be 16. That's ridiculous for a basketball game. 
Man, oh, man. Um, Columbus at home, minus 130. I'm surprised there is even a minus in this game. I'd make this game pick them. Two trash teams, man. This has been over. Six and a half under is favored now. Under minus 15, under minus 20. Yeah. Bet this over. Are you nuts? What is that? Who's moving that number? I don't understand it. I'm going to have to text JD. I like Columbus. I like the, <laughs> I, I, I like this team on that. Do you? Yeah, I like Columbus to win that game. They're good at home. Philly stinks on the road. Philly stinks, period. Yeah, <laughs> true. I mean, Philly road, to, yeah. home, Mars. It don't matter where they're playing. They <laughs> Mars. <stink. laughs> All right, our prop bet, our props.com story of the day comes from our guy Patrick Everson on the World Series odds that have shifted dramatically due to Jacob deGrom being injured. Mm-hmm. Are the Dodgers at plus 475? Any value on that? Um, I mean, five to one is still a decent return on a team that on paper is by far the best team. I wouldn't bet it, but I just wonder, is it worth just putting a stake down and play off of it? It ain't going to get much higher. So if you don't you think so? The, oh, you mean, I, yeah, plus money wise. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. It's just going to come down. Right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're looking to get a number that won't exist in, like, I mean, say they go and run April and May, not 20 and 10 and play 660 ball, but like close to that, you know, and they're 40 and 20 after three months, it's going to be three and a half to one. I mean, it's going down to 350 and down to $3. Like, it was like that last year. It stayed at that number and just kept going down. Despite the fact they were never even winning the division, they were still being bet. So, yes, as silly as it sounds, plus 475 with a team that's most likely in the playoffs. If they don't make the playoffs, it'd be the biggest story in baseball. Dodgers? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. If they don't make the playoffs, I mean, seriously, what is a bigger story? That would be incredible. Yeah, it'd be a stunning fall. <laughs> right. By the way, Tiger is going to make at wor- at best bogey on 11. Looking at oh, a bogey no. putt coming up. Could be a double if he misses it here. So leaking. Yeah, not 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 looking great, which is what we kind of thought, right? I mean, as as the round goes on and the more holes he puts together, which is why we thought Thursday would be his if best round. If he shoots 80 tomorrow, I'm blaming you. How about you just say I'm right? Blame I will me. say you're right. Say I'm right. Say why you're right. Be mad <laughs> at you. I'll be pissed right. off because you so said it. He's going to shoot 80 on Friday. Yeah. I was like, man, that'd be terrible. He might. That's no It would be terrible, but I did. I just think that's what's going to happen. And Friday's round is going to be more difficult, in particular because Friday's supposed to be windier, and he's playing in the afternoon. So he may be playing in the more difficult conditions, given the front that's going to come through between Friday and Saturday night. So, Ugh. you know, that's that's one of the more, more difficult things. And to then watch. if he plays Friday and barely makes the cut, he tees off early Saturday in the shit. Of it. Yep, because he's out of it. Uh huh. And it could really go bad, bad. He could shoot really bad. Yeah. Oh, he, here come all the DMs, by the way. People three screening us. Just got two DMs from people who sent me messages. One guy, Kevin, I'll have to go see what the other one is. They just popped my phone because I got the notification saying he's not the only one three screening with you guys. Nice. So there we go. I love it. 
Appreciate that, fellas. Really, it's really nice of you. Tweet that shit, man. Put that I, out there. I will. I will. I will. Oh, have them tweet it. Like, oh. hey, tag, tag the show. We'll just retweet it. We'll recognize every guy that does it or something. Hell That's yeah. awesome. Uh, Blue Jays uh, at plus 875. Our guy, Sean Lockhart, Papa Bear from Props Arizona. This is his bet. He believes the Blue Jays are winning the World Series. And him and everybody else. Goodness gracious. He's bet it, which I give him credit for betting it at plus 875, plus you know, nine to one here. I'm not buying it yet. I do believe there's levels right. to this. Right. I do. I, I do think you got to learn how to win. And we got to learn how to win in October. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I don't think they know how to win in October yet. They're going to be a team to watch for the next four years. A hundred percent. Could they win one in the next four years? Yes. But to win, mm, maybe make, but I don't think win the world series. I don't think they're ready on that level yet. What will it take? For you to buy in a trade for Justin Verlander. Oh, what are you talking about? You need, you need somebody at the top of that rotation who has been there before. Oh, who has won a world series Mm. who can talk them through when it gets really hairy. And you're like, "Uh Oh, what am I going to do? We're down two one in a best of seven series. Got a big game coming up. Who am I handing the baseball to that I know can go out there and get me a win? They don't have that guy. Yeah, they don't. I need that guy. So a trade for a Verlander type, an experienced guy, a guy who's won a ring, who's been there. That's what they need at the trade deadline. Hmm. I think you're right. Actually, I think they do. I mean, we'll see because that you may have a number one starter in. Barrios they may have a couple. Yeah, they, they, they may have a couple. I mean, I mean, they, I, I'm not. I'm not saying their rotation's bad. I'm saying there's a difference between the regular season and the postseason. Yeah, you need that guy. That that you need that horse. You need that yeah. ace. You need that stud. It's just give me the fucking ball. I'm right. Gonna, I, let's I'm go. Go win us the game. Right. Going seven and two thirds. Don't even come out here if I give up two hits in a row. Stay right. in the dugout. I'm going right. to work my way out of it. I'm going to win the game. Yep. Yes. And they don't have that. Not, not, not right now. So, and I think they will be in and with their farm system and what they've got, they're going to be in the market for potentially to go and add somebody like that. But I want somebody on that pitching staff who's got jewelry on their finger who can say, mm. get on board boys. We're going to go win the whole damn thing. <laughs> and I, I just, I just don't see it. Ooh, Tiger made it. So that's a bogey for Tiger. Man, he took a long time of that putt too. Oh, that's a par. Okay, he he made par. He saved, saved par. par again. Yeah, he saved par. So, he yep, he's made it through. Him. Now he gets to thirteen. Okay, so he's going oh, he into thirteen. 12? Yeah, I thought that was a, it was weird. It was, I thought it was a bogey putt that he had, but it was a it was a par putt, so he hit it. Uh, so now he moves over to the par three. He's approaching Amen Corner. The course gets a little easier here. He's got to have some opportunities here. It's a par three, so it's a tough par three, but you know, we'll see if there's going to be. Wow, Tiger gets a standing ovation on the tee at 12. 12. Holy wow, what a scene! Tiger just tipped his cap, too. He's such a different guy. I like this dude so much better than I mean, I know the old Tiger was more ferocious, he had to be a jerk to be good. But this guy's likable. This this version of Tiger, to be the jerk. That's just the only way he knew, and he had probably a lot of stuff going on with a lot of things. No, his dad taught him to be mentally 
Oh, he's always mentally away, tough, but you didn't away have from all jerk. that stuff. Just like, but being a jerk was part like, so there's a great golf doctor who at some point we need to have him on from Huntsville. I've known him for now 20 years. And he's, he's got incredible, incredible stories in, in about how golfers handle pressure, stress. You don't realize it in sports, but you, your stress level manifests in your hands more than any other part of your body. Mm. And that's why putting is really difficult. And that's just, you grip the club, grip the bat. Like your, your stress level to your hands is very connected. Tiger had the ability to shut off that connection. Like there was no stress ever in his hands because he was so mentally focused. His father had taught him so much that basically it's F the world. Mm -hmm. Don't acknowledge anybody don't talk to anybody he never had small talk when he was playing with somebody his whole thing was i'm going to make you crumble for playing with me and he did you just started to play with him and like you just the best thing that came from his speech when he was talking about being kept out of the locker room because he was african-american and he couldn't go in there he would just say where's the first team what's the course record like that was his whole mentality through everything Mm mm-hmm Every course, every round, he, this version's of dad, this version is thankful for what he's doing. And this version's almost in the water. It is in the water. Tiger into the drink. So that stinks on 12. And the, the layup shot is, is that live? No, that's not live. No, 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 that's not live. That's recorded. Sorry. I'm, 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 I'm watching Golf Channel and I'm watching, this is live. I apologize. That's old tiger. This is new tiger. Stop showing that golf channel. Why are you showing that? My God, I thought tiger went in the water. He didn't go in the water. He hasn't hit yet. Jeez. That scared the hell out of me. I was like, no, we went in the water. He didn't go in the water. Let me correct myself. Tiger did not go in the water. So Neiman made bogey on 11. So he's down to two under. Yes. I wonder where, so what's his, what's his odds? He is for round one. He is. Wow. He's way off. Is that right? He's plus 1400 now. Yeah. Cam Smith at plus 450. Sung J M. Sung J M. Didn't, didn't, who do you call it? Pick him to win it all. Yeah. Didn't Dubsy pick him? Yeah. He said he was live for sure. Plus 850. Scotty Schefter plus 950. Neiman at 14. Abraham answer answers 12. Rom is 22 to 1. Rory 22 to 1. DJ. DJ hasn't teed <laughs> off yet. Uh-oh. Did I safely? Did I jinx it? No. Who who just went in the water? <clears throat> Somebody's in the water. Oh, I don't know. Tiger's on the green safely. Okay. Someone's in the water. Oh, is it he's Neiman? I think Neiman's in the water. If he's not in the water, he's literally on the last straw of no, it's in the water. Okay, yeah, it's wet. Okay. So Neiman's in the water. So he's falling apart. 23 year old kid. Can't blame him. I mean, that's, he was, he was leading the masters at <laughs> 23. Before I saw the scoreboard. It was like, holy shit, I'm leading the masters. So right now you can bet Tiger Woods 13th hole score. I love it. Birdie or better minus 160 par plus 135 bogey or worse plus 12. Hundred. That's twelve to one. But he's on the thirteenth right now, right? No, he's on, on the twelfth. The par okay. three is the twelfth. Okay, right. So yes, he's on twelve. Yeah. So you. So the thirteenth is par the five. Dr- is a part five 
around the corner going down to Amen Corner. So I would bet Tiger to par it. Okay. That would be my bet. Plus one. Because he's not because in order to get it, it, the, Tiger always talks about that hole because it's a problem because he does Tiger doesn't like working the ball right to left. He likes working the ball left to right. So he has to hit a fade, which he doesn't like normally to do. He can do it, obviously, as Tiger Woods, but he has a hit a fade. And so he's going to lose distance off the tee by hitting the fade. Right. And then I don't think he's got the balls to pull a three wood and try to hit it over the water to get on the green. Not today. Not today. Not with his leg. Not. Yeah. Right. So he'll lay up. And then we've already seen his chipping has not been. It's been OK. It hasn't been great. So most likely right. he flies it to probably 15, 20 feet. So you're taking two, plus 135. Par. Two putt par is what I'll call. And Tiger Woods to go on the fifth hole. I, I, I'm calling a par. Okay. On the 13th. I think I'd actually, I, I think I'd bet that with you. I think I agree. Yeah. Birdie or better, minus 160. Wow. And that's on, assuming a birdie. Minus 160 is a Birdie or better. Birdie. Like birdie or better. What are you talking? It's a par five. There ain't no better. He make an eagle. I mean, I'll say jars it, but yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. So there you go. Live betting on the Oh, show. Neiman's going to put up a number here. He just... Oh, that wasn't Neiman. That was Louie who went in the drink. So Louie just went ahead and out of the out of the drop zone, flew the ball. Oof. Okay. <laughs> He's got a hell of a little putt coming back down the hill. That's, like, that's not going to be fun for Louie. I didn't, I mean, I wasn't in love. I, I, I knew people who liked Louie to win this thing. And I was like, I can't ever bet that guy. I just, something didn't about you him. just say on a show yesterday, somebody sent you a thing and said, yep. Louie's going to win. No, Xander's going to win. Oh, I like, so I liked, I bet the Shoffley. I, I liked in the Shoffley to win. I bet oh, that. Okay. I, I, I can't bet. I can't back Louie. I got the text from my brother-in-law smoke. He's, he's the one that I really learned how to golf with. Okay. And, um, He's the one that spent time with me in Curacao. I got him the gig. So we're real close. We, you know, we haven't talked in a couple of weeks. And uh, Fair is downloading things right now. We're frozen. What are we doing? Are we moving? Can you we're all me? good. We're all good. Um, he uh, sent me a text last night. All right. JT wins it. Okay. I was like, JT wins it. I buy it. Yep. I'm not against it. He always he's always close, but he never gives me the winner. My brother-in-law spoke. Well, then bet him top ten. Good bet there. I think so. I think JT top ten. I mean, he played. The interesting thing that everybody around the golf betting world was talking about is that Tiger took JT almost under his wing during the practice rounds, and they were seen like mimicking each other. And Tiger was teaching him different techniques on the green. They were doing this weird thing about having how to release your forearm when you're putting. He was like grabbing his forearm, telling him to release the muscle, like got to relax this muscle. You got to get it so it's not so tight. Get the club in the right part of your palm so you can come through with a very relaxed wrist. So people were like, wow, like Tiger is giving him the secrets here. And that's why people like Justin Thomas a lot. Tiger hey, will two putt. So he'll make par on 12, head to 13. It's fine. Just, I mean, again, even if, like, I think, I don't think Tiger can go par par 72, 72. I don't think, I don't think he can do that and make the cut. I think you're going to have to be minus two or better. 
is where I would project the cut line personally to be. Because if scores, he goes out and shoots par par, it's a success. Hundred I mean, percent. I want him to make the cut. Hundred percent. It's a huge victory. It's par, a. It's par. a. It's. He'll play, and then I think he'll play in at least three of the four. I don't know if he'll go over to Europe to play in the British, but he might. I mean, I I think he's playing three of the four, if not all four majors this year. Where's the U.S. Open? Uh, Boston. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ever been U.S. To Open? The, yeah. No, U.S. Open. No, I've been to the course, though. I've seen, I've seen the course that they've played. I've watched Tiger play on that course. I'd have to check into that. At Brookline. Um, the British Open this year. Oh, is, the, it? it's at Brookline where that Ryder Cup was? Yeah. Oh. Um, the, the, the British Open, it's, yeah, it is St. Andrews. That's right. I, I thought so. Yeah. yeah, he's playing in that. Okay, he's going over there. Yeah. Hell yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, you've got the U.S. Open Brookline June 16th to the 19th for the U.S. Okay. Open. So, but he'll play in that. He'll play. He'll play in all four majors if he's healthy. If he, if if Where's he goes the PGA, um, the PGA this year, May it is um, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh my! Oh no no no! Sorry, that's twenty twenty. Where's twenty twenty two? Hold on. Where's the twenty twenty two championship? Southern Hills. Okay. Nope. That's the PGA. No, hold on. Wait, where is PGA championship is? Yeah. T- Southern Hills in Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> I didn't realize that's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. Huh? What month is that? Uh, May 19th starts next okay. month. So he'll play that. He'll play the U S open in June and he'll play the, the, the British in July. All right. So we'll get Tiger for four months for, you know, April, May, June, July. We'll get Tiger, Tiger Woods playing in majors. If he's going even, even, if he doesn't embarrass himself, he looks competitive, looks good. All it will do is if he's, if he feels good and he just didn't play the way he wanted to, he wasn't sharp enough. All it's going to do is motivate him to go play harder and practice harder no question. and get ready. No so question. That'll just ignite the fire even more. Like that's like the uh oh version. Cause here comes pissed off Tiger. Like, didn't play the well way I wanted to. I can play now. There's no questions. I can right. walk. I can do four rounds. I can walk two rounds. I can play competitive golf. Let's go. Let's go. I love it. <laughs> let's I go. Love it. Let's, go. Uh, let's go to the prop bet of the day here <clears throat> from betprep.com. It is a Tobias Harris prop going oh over oh, no. two and a half assists. For Tobias Harris. So uh, minus 130 on this. The line should be three and a half, according to them. He averages three and a half per game. Three or more assists and 18 of 24 on the road. Three or more assists and seven of his last eight against a team with a winning record, averaging nearly four per game. Three or more in six of the last seven after his team failed to cover, which Philly didn't do. Harris has played against Toronto three times. And in those games, seven, 10 and four assists. Toronto allows shooting forwards to average 5.24 assists per game. That's 29th out of 30th uh, out of 30 teams in the NBA when it comes to small forwards and passing. How do you feel about Tobias Harris over two and a half assists? I mean, you know me. I'm we're on a little 
we're all a little two and oh run oh two run here a little cool off after the 11 and three run for the prop of the day we're yeah, down falling back to 11 and five i don't like this one either i do like this actually i do like this one do you yeah because i think this is a game in, in which playing team basketball i mean philly needs this they need this game so i like passing the basketball moving the ball finding it going down give it to him beat on the block Three is not hard for assists. That's not, that's not hard. It's not, but he, I mean, that's his average. Three point three and a half is his average. Yeah. I just need three, not four. <sighs> yeah. I mean, it's a good number, but I, I've been leaning under. Don't hate. I mean, I, I don't think I'll bet this myself. I might, but I don't mind this. Tobias Harris over two and a half assists. Stu's just a little. Minus 130 is eh, on a prop. Is eh. But I don't totally hate. I don't totally hate that bet. Did Tiger T off on thirteen? Um, Neiman's oh. on the T at the moment, so I don't. If Tiger did, I missed the T shot. Okay. Yeah, Neiman's um, is locked. He's playing with Ustazen and and Neiman, right? Yes. They're all locked, so they must have. He just walloped that ball. Beautiful shot. Neiman is perfect. Hmm. 300 yards down the middle. Um, oh, that's crazy. They just flipped it, and now they got their 14th hole result score. Yeah, because once you tee off, right, because once you tee off, then you have to go to the next hole, right? But you have the, that, that's why the live bidding market so fun, because you have all of this. There, this is a par five. It's going to take them 20 minutes to play this hole. 20 minutes? Yeah. It's will be off. I think this whole wow, that's a long time for a hole, no? Not really. A par five, you got to walk it. You got to look at the. I mean, this is all three players to get into the hole to be done with the hole to have it be scored and graded from T to in the hole. On uh, par five is like twenty minutes. Damn, to walk it. You got to look at the. You got to look everything around. I mean, this is. I mean, it could be fifty. Say it's fifteen minutes. It's still fifteen okay. minutes for this market to be up to be bet. Well, that's what they take it down. There's no, there's the, they no, but you, I'm, I'm talking about the next hole until they tee off on the next hole. You have the entire time of playing 13. Oh, to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. Bet to 14. bet the 14th. Yeah, so you yeah, have, yeah. You have no 15 doubt. minutes to bet on 14. Right. So you have a whole time to ramp that up. And then once they tee off on 14, you go to 15, do the same exact thing. Right. So right. it's that's what's so interesting about golf and golf live wagering is that it, it, the books actually have time. And I think as a gambler, you actually have time to do a little research, to look it up, to see, you know, what the player did in the previous rounds. So like if you're betting this on Saturday or Sunday, you know, what happened on Thursday and Friday, where's the tee shot? How is the driver been looking? How's greens and regulation so far? How are they doing, you know, fair fairways, hitting fairways. And like, you have a chance to kind of actually have some education going into the bet. Right. I love it. I think it's, I think golf is so perfect for this to live bet. I mean, it's just, so awesome golf and live wagering is right now the most synced in because the latency doesn't matter and to me that's monster (laughs) that you don't have to worry about the lag how much fun would it be to bet the result of the 13th hole right now yes huge but i I mean i don't need it because i because i if i'm playing it right i would have already bet it i would have bet it while they're playing the 12th right okay because i i mean granted like once you hit the fairway off the tee in a par five, 
your odds are going to change dramatically as to what you're exactly. going to do. Exactly. So it doesn't it, mean you're going to make birdie. Doesn't, but it, it would put the birdie. It would really in the, in the, in, in the fame, I mean, minus 180, 190 category, but you're going to make on a par five with a drive in the fairway, a pretty good shot of making a four. Well, it was minus 160 before they teed off, remember? So now yeah, you hit it is, in the fairway, probably goes to $3. Yeah, it's highly likely you know, it it's going to happen. Right. So like, and I guess so my point is, if, as a book, do you want to keep that liability or do you want to close the market up? Oh, I want to keep it. I'd love, I mean, keep betting it. Like, I would give you three shots on a par five and keep it up until we got to the green. Wow. And even then... Can you bet that he's going to make or miss this putt? That would be that's, fantastic. Well, that's coming. I mean, make or miss the putt is coming, but the latency is the problem with that. Correct. It just doesn't work. No. <laughs> it's just no. it's too fast. Tiger is either, is that Tiger's ball? Or is he in the fairway or is he in the pine straw? Mm, it's so funny. The they put up the 14th hole scores. They're all the same. Oh, there he is. Okay, T- Tiger is back. Like, wow, Tiger is only 273 off the tee. There's no way in hell Tiger is going for the green. No. 213. better on 14 is a hard hole, right? 14 is a hard hole. Four. four. Yeah. Yeah. Birdie or better is plus five to one. Par is minus 260. Bogey or worse is plus 340. It's the same number for all three guys. Huh. There's no difference. They just auto import those. Boom. Done. Does it matter what they do on 13? It would to me. Right. If I was moving the numbers. Like, I, I, it kind of matters, does it not? Like, I would what think they do? so. But, you know, this is, this is the new modern age. Like, they just import the numbers. They're all the same for all three guys. You mean the chances of Tiger making birdie or better are the same exact as, uh, you know, Neiman and Ustazen? Okay. That's what they're telling you. That's what the prices are. I don't believe them. I would definitely not have them all the same. And I would definitely be adjusting them based on what they're doing on the 13th, but maybe not. All right. So let's go to better to book it here. Let's do it. And we'll watch Tiger. So we already did your booking brew, the, the Brewers and the Cubs, which, oh, by the way, what happened to that? Did, did, did that already start? Did I get a run in that game? I did not get a run in that game. So I'm 0-1 on the day. So no runs being scored. There's going to be a run score in the second inning because that's what always happens when you don't get the first inning, you get a second inning run. So there's a runner on second base with two outs for Milwaukee. But uh, do we get even a hit? We get one hit in the game. Okay. One hit? So All we got is one goddamn hit. That's one of my yeah. favorite lines from Burns week. walked a guy in the first. Kendricks, wow. Hendricks struck out the side. <laughs> Kyle Hendricks, a hell of a start for him. Struck out the oh, side. Man. Three Ks. If you're on the over for Hendricks today, you might feel pretty good. Uh, okay, so Pirates and the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Yes, run in the first inning is plus. Well, I got a plus one oh five last night for this matchup, which I'm kind of surprised. It kind of comes down to whether or not Brubaker is going to give up a run or not. Wainwright's been phenomenal against the Pirates in his life. He has owned them. We'll talk more about that here in a little bit. But how do you feel about a run? In the first inning, yes, for Pirates Cardinals. I feel like you're picking on my Pirates already. It's only the first day of the damn season, Matthew. Um, stinky is stinky. True. <laughs> Very true. I can't, I mean, there's nothing I can say to that. Um, I think I like this, and I think the Pirates are going to score first. Oh, on Wainwright? How about that? All right. 
I'll yeah. take it. I don't care who scores. Just give I me like a run. <laughs> I like the price. Plus 105. I like the price. I think we'll, yeah. Yes, first run. Yes, a run in the first inning. Yurfi. Where Yerfie. did what did Tiger do? Oh my God, what a shot. What? What? Holy Jesus. What did he do? He went for it, put it 15 feet from the pin. For Eagle? For Eagle. Oh, the place is going to blow up. What oh, a shot. Hold on. I just put it on. Hold on. What a damn shot. Look at this. What a perfect day there. Look at the sky and the trees. The it's it's pretty windy, shot. though. It's really windy. Oh, man. Wind must have been at his back. I think he hit a five oh, wood. Damn, son. That was nice. It stuck, too. It How did hit. he get that ball to stick? I don't know. He it, it hit and, stu- and stuck Shit. there. didn't move. And he oh is playing, God. yeah, he's playing downwind. Oh, no, he's nice playing into the wind. Into the wind. Wow. Tiger into the wind on that shot. That's why it stuck like that, because it, it got elevated because of the wind. Damn, son, that was nice. He could smoke a three-wood. Wow, that must have been a three-wood into the wind to 15 feet, putting for, oh, that's pretty. Neiman is, oh, no. Oh, he just got over the creek. Oh, no. He'll be, it's a long way, but he just, the wind got a hold of that ball. He should have clubbed up. He he was lucky to stay dry. But all three guys get over there. But Tiger's got a really makeable birdie putt coming. If he doesn't hit the eagle, he's got a birdie putt. So he should go to one under par. So that's good. All right. Uh, next, Braves and the Reds. Yes. Run. In the first inning at minus 105 for these two fun teams. And complete coin flip. They're all coin flips. I mean, flips. literally minus They're always coin flips, but, but I, I think there's a well, chance. No, here. I mean, we got a little bit of a shot. Freed free can be got to early. Mm-hmm. Um, Ollie's pretty good. Tyler Molly uh, is pretty good, but it's early. Braves, this is championship I'll ceremony. Bet, no. This is ceremony time, so a little sloppy play, a little delay. Oh, that's right. They're getting rings tonight? Yeah. So I think some distraction. Game's not the number one focus. Somebody gets loose. I'll book it. Okay. And then finally, we are going with a no Angels Astros minus 105. Hell Badez, yeah. We're and, this. and Shohei on the mound. Nerfy, baby. Not Yurfy with a wide. Nerfy with an N. No run in the first inning. That's what our boy Book It Trent calls it. He yep. told me that. I didn't know that that was called that. He introduced mm-hmm. that term to me. Um, oh yeah. This is this is uh both guys dealing early. I like the game under. Yeah. Anyway. When I like the under, I always try to side with the no in the first inning. I like this one. We'll bet this. Yeah, Valdez has been pretty good early. Early in the year last year, they didn't really make him a starter until midseason, until May. But he was good. And then Shohei in April last year was ridiculous pitching. Unhittable in April last year. Yeah. So when he has a full complement of an offseason rest, Good luck. <laughs> he's he's tough, but the Astros are plus money. How do you feel with the Astros to win the game? I like the Astros today too, but I feel like right? it might be a square dog. I I just can't it is a square dog, but I but because everyone's but I mean I just you know 
I think a lot of public people will be on Shohei though. I mean, right. So for people that don't know, you'll hear that between Matt and myself, you'll hear that often like a square dog means the dog that the public likes. It's not a personal shot at anybody, but that's just a term that's been used forever. Sharps and squares. And I hate using that shit, but (laughs) the term can't change right now. The square dog. The line was high. <clears throat> I thought the line was wrong. You know, the line should be this. It should have been pick them. It's the Astros, for goodness sakes. Is it pick them now? It's minus 110 or one, 115. Okay, yeah, it was minus 120 yesterday, plus 110 for the... It was plus yeah. money on the Astros last night. It was minus it. one. It's minus 115, plus 105. Oh. So it's come down. Okay, a little. But so, um, so you still have plus money on... Still Houston. have plus money on Houston. I don't know if you will by game time, but you're. I think you're going to see all the Otani lines inflated, at least at the beginning. There's a lot of love for this Angels team. We talked about it yesterday, right? Some of the season wins and mm. win that division and all that other shit. So expect to see those lines inflated early, especially if he wins. The Angels win the first couple starts of his. Yeah, look out! My goodness, where he was going to be 150 is going to be 180. Mm. And finally, we're going to play a run line on opening day. What? Cardinals plus 105 on the run line against wrong. your Pittsburgh Pirates. Wrong. It's wrong and it's rude on the opening move, day. The, the move was to your team. That's why I bet it. That's it was minus. Guys know. I was watching it. And then the line went from minus 105 to plus 105 as I was watching it. And I was like, yep, there it is. I got the, I want the plus money. Thank you very much. <laughs> Wainwright owns the Pirates. He does. His career numbers are ridiculous. They're going to win by one. Okay. Matt, that's what's going to happen. It's possible, but it's minus 200. And I just, on opening day, I was like, I'm not going to lay minus 200 juice in the first day, the first <laughs> game. It's that and the Brewers. The Brewers were minus 165. It's like, I like the Brewers. It's like, I want to lay minus 165 on opening day. With no history, with no <laughs> games played, with nothing to go off. I was like, let's just take, you know, a plus money bet that I think has a good shot of hitting and just call it a day. It's opening day. And so, like, I just like I jumped in with that. <laughs> that's my logic. Oh, that's four fine. two, four two win. Under? I think this, I mean, all these games, I think, you know, an opening day could go under. I'm just not betting. I don't think you can bet any National League games under until you know what the DH does. Well, like it's a fundamental, like just extra hitters. They're not even like good but hitters, the, but the, but the pitchers aren't batting. So. Yeah. But if the guy hitting ain't that much better than the pitcher, like, I mean, like the pirates DH is not really helping. Like it right does. Now. It's helping. It's, it's a professional hitter versus a clown trying to hit like it's a not clown. I Come speak on. for pitchers everywhere. I take offense. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah, like what? Like you and four pitchers in major league baseball actually can justify being at the mound, being at the plate. These are professional hitters. They're paid to be there. They're professionally paid to hit. The league average has never been lower for what pitchers hitting or, or average batters hitting the league yeah. average batting average is terrible. doesn't matter. I got a guy who can hit 20, 20 bombs. Oh, now you sound like one of these analytics guys. What do you mean? I got to do okay. Guy it's the truth. Because he's going to hit 22 home runs. Okay. I'll, I'm going to give you. Do you think that there is a DH spot in the National League combined that the DH spot does not hit 20 home runs this year? 
Ooh, I'm going to have to do a little research on that and get back to you. Okay. There might be a couple teams. There's not a pitcher on the damn planet that's hitting 20 home runs in Major League Baseball. No, but they can bunt and move runners and stuff. They can bunt. No, they can't. They stand there with the bat on their shoulder and go one, two, three, and maybe prayer swing. A lot of them did last year. You're right. A lot of them have done that. So you you have a professional. So I don't think you can bet unders in National League Baseball until you know exactly what this is going to do. I think it changes things dramatically. Changes the lineup. How you stack your lineup is totally different now. Thank God. Because that betting that eight, nine, one, awful no run was, I mean, that was money in the bank. You used to do that all the time. You had to get a live, a book, a live book that would take that. Vegas books took that. Hell yeah. Eight, nine, one. Yeah. Well, no, like you bet yes, no, every inning. And then, you know, the eight, nine, one lineup was coming up that inning. Interesting. One of the teams. You just I never no. knew that was, who was doing live betting on that? Uh, when never, William Hill. Really? Uh, William Hill yeah. I, I, I never used, I, I had, you know, my, my, I never really used William Hill. Now oh, you got Caesars. It. It's fantastic for live. You'll love it. I love it for live. Interesting. I'll have to, I'll have to go and fund that account. I've yeah. always been. I, it's I, good. I, it's I the have, only, it's the only app that I use. And the, they, since, I had reasons. I, I, I have reasons that I'll lay, I'll, I'll keep off the show for why I don't want to use William Hill, <laughs> but I, 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 I had, I had personal reasons why I did not want to use William Hill. So <laughs> there's, there's some history there that, why it used to be but, not that great, but since they got, I think, what Caesars bought them or whatever, right. what, what, whatever happened, the app has gotten so much better in the last year. So much better. better. The update, the updates yeah, have been kicks ass have now. been really good. And I can tell you this personally, I know the floodgates are open. Huh? Like you can play. A lot of people can play. They That's couldn't good. play before. That's good. Yeah, I like that. I like to hear that. All right. Yeah. So you're talking me into funding to go and getting a Caesars account refunded. Okay. Do I have to go get a new account or can I use my old one? You can use the old one. Just go. There's a kiosk right by your yeah. house. You can just yeah, go I got my home. account like, I don't know, three or four years ago and I, I never changed anything. So, yeah. All right. And do I have to use the Caesars app or William Hill's app? William Hill. Just use the William Hill app. And is the Caesars app different or is it the same? I don't know. I don't have Caesars. I only have William Hill. In Nevada, I think it's the William Hill app. I don't like if you download the Caesars app. I don't think just like everything else. I don't think Nevada will be an option. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So you only because it the says Caesars slash William Hill. Like my thing still says William Hill. It's still blue and white. It's yep. not. Doesn't say anything with Caesars. Yeah, like they they do a little in game, um, like viewing thing too. So. Like, yes. like I won't even be watching the game sometimes when I'm live betting because like they the way it updates in the app and like they show you a little preview of the game kind of in the app, like animated. It's, it's right. really cool. Yes. Yeah. It's just like the FanDuel app. It's it's fantastic. Yep. You can okay. see what's happening way before you see it on the screen. It's well worth you funding. By the way, this is not an ad by any means. No one's paying us to have no, this conversation. No, 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 FYI. No, no. Just, not, I just want people to be, be clear of this. Like this is... Because I, I have a personal <laughs> if anything, I'm problem. Paying, if, if anything, I'm paying them based on I how much I lose. <laughs> I, just, I, I just have a. 
I've had a. It's fine. You don't have to say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't <laughs> a say thing. it. A thing. Uh, so I guess, all right, you just talked me into getting over um, getting over my thing uh, with that to go. All right. All right. I'll You'll be very home. happy with it. It's as close to Fandle as we can get here in Nevada. I can tell you that personally from using it for the in-game stuff. The menu's deep. The options are all there. Um. Oh, some nights I know I think can I bet live sleeping can I bet live tiger hole props I'll tell you right now probably not uh I would I would say it's a pick them their their pregame their pregame props are pretty good but live props are unless Dave has some sort of different version of the app that the live props are garbage if there is any do they even have a menu for live props though if they are, they're the only ones in Vegas who does that. Pre-game, yes, they do. No, no, in-game, in-game prop betting. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's even legal here. I don't think you can, think you can do in-game. I prop mean, you can you know bet over under first half totals, all that stuff, but but like player props, no, I don't think so. Huh. Let's see. That would be interesting. Because if that's the case, I'll go fund it. Now, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go go get my account turned back on now and go do it if, if I can bet tomorrow during and, the show. Uh, but if if you have trouble getting it turned back on, just go to any William Hill book, like you know, like in a casino. And like I was at the Four Queens, I just talked to the desk. They called corporate for me, and corporate like gave them the proper knowledge to reset my account and password and stuff. And then oh yeah, it. they fixed it don't, in like fifteen minutes. So yeah, don't do it over the phone with yourself, like at home. Go to the okay. book. Like just go to Arizona Charlie's. Yeah. That's the closest one to the house. You don't have to drive downtown or perfect. Anyway, just run down there and I've right never there. been in that casino. I've driven past that. And I'm like, who the hell goes there? No, you're sending me there. Well, I've driven Jessica to work and they've got a, a nice Dunkin' Donuts in there. And oh, it's a place where you can just fund your account. That's some people some watching right there. there. That that is some some world class people watching. Priceless. <laughs> priceless. I made you there for breakfast one morning. <laughs> it's tremendous. Love it. Oh, Tigers. Guys, we know. Oh, Jesus. I hope so not. I'm looking at the baseball menu right now for the Brewers and Cubs. You can bet any run in the first, in the third inning, yes, no, right now. You can bet any oh. run in the fourth inning, yes, no, right now. Oh, I like that. Then you wow. have first five innings, run lines, first five innings, totals, first seven innings, run line, first seven innings, total. So those are all the different props per game. Okay. And the inning thing updates every inning. So like you can bet, will there be a run in the third? Yes, no. And then they open the fourth as well. And then when the fourth starts or gets ready to start, they open the fourth and the fifth. So you can bet that every inning. Yes, no. There's no golf in-game props. Okay. Trying to see. All right. So Tiger now, by the way, if you're on TV, Tiger now is on TV. You know what's crazy? The ESPN app and my direct TV are synced. That's pretty wild. That's good. That's pretty good for ESPN's app. Yeah. Right. Cam Smith, my boys, charging, leading, four under par. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Do you want to be leading after today? I just want him, him to be the number one Aussie. That's all I care about. Oh, I okay, need, okay. I, I don't need him to win the damn thing. I need him to be the number one Aussie. He's to beat Adam Scott. By hey, the way, I got impressive. Pl- by the way, you can bet the Masters to win right now on William Hill. They are adjusting it. Sweet. Like All Tigers, right. 
Tiger's everything's open. The whole menu's open. And Tiger is in the pine straw right now on the on the 14th. I was uh what did he make? He made birdie. He made so Tiger made birdie on 13. And now he's in the pine straw at 14. We we in game you bet at par. Yep. I would have lost. He birded it. He's in. I mean, my God, if he makes par here, this is going to be a stinger. He has to hit going around two trees and up a hill. This is a professional golf shot at the moment. Like this is, if he does, if he pulls this off anywhere near the green, this is crazy. By the way, I don't like the full, the full turtleneck. I like the mock. I'm not a big fan of the full turtleneck on that shirt for Tiger. I probably wouldn't wear that shirt. For that reason. I love that color though. Uh-oh. Oh my what God. did he just do? He went over. I thought he was going through. He went over. Oh my. He hit it over the green. Yeah, that's a pro golf shot. Holy mother of God, what a shot. What a bleeping shot. All right. Favorite thing about today, because I have a 1230 interview in Louisiana that I gotta go do. <laughs> That's perfect. Promote promote our, our show in Louisiana. You got to drive to Louisiana. You're going to be late, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably taking the company jet fare. <laughs> Shit, we don't know about him. Zip. Bye. So, hey. Um, no, my favorite thing about today is also uh, I'm doing a show. I'm doing Hammer Down here. Nice. 45 nice. minutes or so. They're gonna Tell the boys I said hi. I'm happy they're alive. Absolutely. I got to ask him about that because they still haven't told me the story, but. Um, yeah, so we're doing hammer down. We got golf on the TV. We got baseball coming up. What, what more could you ask for? You're going on a show in Louisiana. This would be perfect. Um, this I is a great get laundry done. This is bad. Like I, <laughs> it, I was told to get the, uh, like, I was like, I don't think you realize how busy of a day it is. It's just like, I don't, you got to get the laundry done. So she's right. It's a mess, but I don't think I'm going to get it done today. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the minus two hundred on the no. Yeah, a lot of stuff bad. going on here. Got a lot of got a lot. Today is an awesome day to go run at the gym. I love today. Oh yeah, there's Just a go lot on, going on. You go can on run the for, treadmill. You can run get half a marathon today. You won't even know. Get the four TVs. Just just go run at the gym. Um, I'm, I'm after that's where I'm headed. Right after I get. Right after I get off this the day interview in Louisiana, we're gonna head on over. Yeah, for for me, look, it, it, my favorite thing about today is that people don't realize that I am a monster Tiger Woods fan and that me saying that I bet Tiger to miss the cut has sent them into a nuclear rage of typing and banging on their phone. Some dude said to me the ESPN should cut my feed for the rest of the entire weekend because I voted because I bet against Tiger. Somebody called me un-American for betting against Tiger. Um, And I, I just think it's awesome. Like, I love this dude. Like, I don't think people understand how big of a Tiger fan I am. And just because I bet on Tiger to miss the cut does not mean I want him to miss the cut. There's two different things. What I want and what I think is going to happen are two different things. So he's one under currently. Just went over the green on 14. He's staring, I think, most likely at a par, but maybe not. He could bogey it. And then he's back to even par. And if he shoots 72 today, he's going to have to shoot a 70 or better to make the cut. Mm. And I'm not so sure he's shooting a 70 or better on Friday. As I said, I think I think he shoots an 80 tomorrow. So I love Tiger. My favorite thing about today is that people don't understand that I like Tiger Woods a lot. <laughs> 
hope you're in, wrong about in that the bet. Yeah. And, and I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with being wrong. I said it when I made the bet. I'm okay with being wrong. Okay. I, I'm then that means we have a lot of fun. I got to pay to watch tiger on the weekend play. I'm paying to watch tiger play on the weekend. I'm totally fine with that. I think, I mean, the ratings on Saturday, when we started he, this show two hours ago, which we're actually at our first two hour show right now. Oh, we are. Oh shoot. You wow. Said, wow. You said the tiger was going to win this thing. You still think tiger's going to win this thing? I think he's in the running. Yeah, I, I do. I mean, this is a big shot here. We'll wrap the show. He's going to shoot eighty tomorrow, and then you said he's going to yeah. win this thing. What the hell's wrong with? You? Where are you right now? I'm a fan. <laughs> he missed that shot. Fair. Are you listening to this shit? I mean, can I be a fan and then bet as a gambler in two different things? I can say all sorts of crazy shit when I'm a fan, and then I bet what I think is going to happen yeah, as a gambler. Right. Non-emotional better, right? I mean, yeah. I, I, I have no emotion behind it. I think Tiger misses the cut. It's what I bet. It's what my, my money is. I think he blows up tomorrow. Well, I hope he goes and wins the whole damn thing. I hope he wins Fair. the thing okay. and expose. Uh, okay. Here's the thing. I hope he wins the thing. And then I think, and then we get to drag Oscar de la Hoya when he doesn't have a ticket for a half a million dollars on Tiger to win the, win the tournament. That's my hope. <laughs> Cause there's no way in hell he bet a half a million dollars on Tiger to win the tournament. All right, guys, we're back tomorrow. Follow the show at Boston versus the book. Subscribe on YouTube props on YouTube. We'll be back tomorrow, 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern for another episode of the Bostonian versus the book.